Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought I'd go live, talk about the Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch event um, and my time in LA and things like that. So if you guys have any questions, please, um, you know, fire them off in the comments. You know, I'd be more than happy to answer anything that you have, any, any questions, any anything um, about the event, about our time in LA. Um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of want to run you guys through a little recap of what we did. Um, mainly just because, you know, it's because of you guys. Um, a, a large part of this is because of you guys who uh, donated uh, to to uh, during the fundraiser event. Uh, really helped us out tremendously in making this happen. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you, and I wanted to give you guys an update. Uh, there's a few things that... There's a lot of things that went incredible for us uh, a lot of things that are just unforgettable moments uh, there are some things that I was a little frustrated with uh, some things that I would have done differently next time uh, and I hope that there is a next time um, I think that was what's up block sheep how you doing block sheep thanks for being here man if you got any questions let me know did I meet up with Phil uh, you know what man they pulled me aside for an interview they pulled me aside for an interview block sheep and I gave him my honest opinion. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> he got the wrong guy. Um, no, I mean, like, they didn't get the wrong guy. I, I, wanted, to be, I wanted to be honest. Uh, so, they, so they, 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 you know, somebody was just walking by and said, who wants an interview with Xbox? And nobody raised their hands, man, you know. So I, I said, I'll do that. I'll take that interview. And you know how I am, man. I like to bring the energy. I like to bring the hype, the excitement. So I'm there, I'm answering these questions with enthusiasm, you know, even though I'll be honest with you, um, I just, uh, there are so many things that they could have done better. Uh, so many things that they could have done better. And this is not ragging on Xbox at all because I do love Xbox. That's why I was at Xbox Fan Fest. Um, but I just want to see it, I just want to see it be better. Um, anyways, they asked me a bunch of questions and... Uh, <laughs> I said, uh, and then they got to one question in particular, which was like some softball questions, you know, because it brings excitement. And then they said, if there was one thing that, uh, you know, Xbox could have done better, what would it be? And I said, ooh, asking the real question now, huh? And she, she said, oh, yeah, I, I want to get real with you for a second. And I said, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I basically just uh, let them know that, uh, you know, I wish I would have seen some gameplay during the uh, presentation. It was, in my opinion, like severely lacking uh, with actual raw gameplay. Uh, I, I just not a, never been a fan of a trailer fest. I've never been a fan of that. I never. I, I want to see what we saw at Summer Game Fest, where you know Jeff Cayley had you know faces of uh, you know Ed Boon, you know Nick Cage coming out on stage and talking. The uh, the lead on Spider-Man too, you know, like put the spotlight on them, let them speak. Uh, that is something that I personally really love. I know that's probably not a universal thing, but I think they deserve the spotlight. Uh, the developers deserve the spotlight. That's why I loved at the Final Fantasy 16 event. Uh, they had a nice panel of developers and they, they were able to, you know, talk to the fans directly. And that's, that's super important to me. And get hands-on gameplay with the games that you're talking about uh and, and yeah game, xbox had no raw gameplay in my opinion 
Uh, I was just, well, not in my opinion, it's just a fact. There was no raw gameplay during the um, during the press conference, and I had to let them know. I was like, listen, this is this is what I'm disappointed in. I'm excited about the, the surprise reveals. Opening the show with Fable was really awesome, uh, but yeah, they kind of they kind of disappointed in some aspects. Things that I wish I would have done. I got caught up in the moment, and I didn't introduce my. Somebody told me I have to start doing this from now on, no matter who's asking. But I didn't introduce myself as Daniel, the Warrior of Hype with Final Fan TV. Got to put my name out there, you know. I got to let people know that I'm with Final Fan TV. So, uh, yeah, I just got to make sure I do that. And I, I wasn't talking to Phil directly, so I just completely forgot to mention, you know, Xbox needs Final Fantasy. But I did tell them that my favorite video game of all time was Final Fantasy VII. And they kind of looked at me like, I think they were hoping for like a Halo or Gears, something like that. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Final Fantasy VII is the... <laughs> hey, it's on, it's on Xbox. You can play it on Xbox now. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so I, I just kind of... Um, I don't know. That was that was my experience with that. I have a, a whole lot more when it comes to Xbox Fan Fest. Uh, I was going to do. Mm, I mean, I, I had promised the Patreon something like whoever's a Patreon to like like some behind the scenes stuff. So, but basically, overall, the Fan Fest for me was like I went to the 2019 one, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. This one, this time around, it was kind of one of the most underwhelming things um during the entire trip and uh one of those things being and, and then i'll save the rest for you know supporters and stuff but uh <laughs> one of those things being was when phil after the show ended he said we're gonna do what gamers do you know we're gonna mingle we're gonna talk we got a, a tire changing station uh set up for you know people who, who want to do that we got a claw machine win cool prize Video games, Phil. We gamers love to play video games. I there was no games to play. You know what I mean? Ah, ah. So that was uh, uh that was something. <laughs> Ace McLovin, thank you so much for the follow. Uh, and then uh, Ryan Powell Higgins, thank you for following uh, eight minutes ago. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm just talking about LA, talking about the experience there. Uh, that was my <laughs> Xbox Fan Fest. Like I said. 2019 was one of the best experiences of my life with Xbox Fan Fest. This one, not not so much, um, and that's kind of disappointing. Hopefully, hopefully they can fix that, and you know, because it's it's still really awesome that Xbox is kind of the only company doing that now, uh, bringing the fans together and um, you know, experiencing showcases together. Although it really needs to go back on a stage. Did not like the theater experience there. Uh, anyways, that's that's pretty much everything about Xbox I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you guys have any questions about Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch event, let me know. I did also go to the Summer Game Fest um, Play Days event, which was extremely awesome. Uh, Skytron, what's good, you beautiful people? Hope you're doing well. Uh-oh, what was this? Something got bleeped out there. I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's great to see you, Skytron. Great to see you, man. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, so the Play Days thing was really cool, but first, I, I just kind of want to start all of this off, start it all off with just thanking um, Jay, who's with Square Enix. Uh, Jay, uh, I mean, I don't know if you're going to be watching this, but speaking directly to Jay, man, thank you so much for believing in Final Fan TV, believing in our passion for the series, and, um, you know, making all this possible, really. Uh, without Jay, none of it would have been possible. Uh, we, we were able to go to the Summer Game Fest play days. We were able to play Final Fantasy 16 behind closed doors uh, before the 16 pre-launch event the next day, the following day. Um, we were able to get our hands on Ever Crisis. So if you have any questions about Ever Crisis, I can answer those as well. Uh, we were able to go to that 16 pre-launch event and meet amazing people. And, you know, I want to kind of talk about that too in a minute, but... We, it, what, a, what an incredible, like, just incredible experience, you know? Really, really cool. Uh, so, yeah, big thank you to Jay with Square Enix and everybody who, who works at Square Enix. All the staff that was there uh, was super friendly, super nice, and um, supportive. Uh, you know, we're, we're a small time uh, as of right now. Hopefully, next time we won't be so small time, but, I um, mean, we keep growing and growing, but... Uh, you know, they treated us just as if we were big time. They uh, they treated us with respect, a lot of uh, encouragement, and uh, yeah, it was uh, you, man. <laughs> Block Sheep. <laughs> Block Sheep. Block Sheep says, uh, y yeah, um, I, I meant Phil Hartsword. <laughs> Not, not Phil Spencer, dude. <laughs> my, my like twenty minute ramp rants about that, fifteen minute rant about Xbox. <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil, I met Phil Hartsword, uh, Phil Hartsword as well. <laughs> I mean, the, when you say Phil, you know, I think of Phil. I think of Philly Spence, you know. That's who I think of. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's been on my mind. I needed to let that out. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so so uh, what's up, Ryan Powell Higgins? Well done on the content in the recent months. First time I've caught you live on Twitch. I watch a lot of your content on YouTube. Hey, thank you so much. Yeah, usually I just go live on Twitch when I just want to speak to you guys directly. Um, and then, or if I'm doing a podcast and then I'll like, I'll take that and export it right on over to YouTube. I try to keep YouTube as kind of like, this is going to sound silly, but the premier place for Final Fan TV content, right? Like I, I want it to be kind of like you go to YouTube Final Fan TV and you're going to get like what I consider the, my best work. Uh, whereas on Twitch, I'm just, uh, I'm just hanging out, you know, I don't know, maybe people want to see this too, like you guys in chat, thank you so much, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much for being a supporter, man, thank you so much for, uh, tuning in and, and, and commenting that, it's just really awesome to see, uh, I've been getting some really, really nice comments lately on YouTube, and it's just kind of, I don't know, man. It, it just blows my mind sometimes. I know it's not true, technically, but it is true to these people. But when they say, like, you know, I've had a couple people just recently say, best content on YouTube. Best Final Fantasy content on YouTube. I mean, 
that, like, I open up my phone, I get the YouTube Studios notification, and I go, all right, let's see what we got today. Um, and then I click into it, and I'm like, I just stare at it like, wow. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Because um, personally, I'm just like, there's no way that you consider me the the best content on YouTube. But, uh, you know, they, they felt the need to, to comment that, and, and it means a lot. Uh, it really means a lot. Um, yeah, so what's up, Professor Noctis? Yes! Let me tell you, Professor Noctis was one of the highlights uh, uh, when I was talking, out of all the people I talked to, out of all the people I talked to, I really, really enjoyed talking to Professor Noctis. Perfector Professor Noctis uh, does um, some Twitch content. Um, I think you're on YouTube. Uh, but you, you, but you're, you're a professor, uh, and and you got your doctorate. Uh, the professor Noctis got his doctorate. He wrote his dissertation on Final Fantasy 15. I loved hearing that story. That's that story was so cool, man. I I really loved hearing your story. Um, and how cool is that, man? Getting to write your dissertation. That would that's something I would have done honestly. I would have found a way. I got. I gotta find a way to incorporate Final Fantasy in everything I do for school. Uh, I did that for um, when I went to Full Sail. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much everything. Um, every every project I got for Full Sail, I always found a way to twist it. Like, how can I get this to be related to video games in some way? <laughs> um, but yeah, so really, really cool, and that's just. You know, Professor Knox is one of the many people that I was able to meet, uh, which I'm going to talk about in a second. <laughs> Skytron, I would see see Skytron thought of Phil Spencer too. You know what I mean? You think of Phil, you th Philly Spence. You know what I mean? Phil, Phil, he's such a cool guy, man. He's such a cool guy, but man, you know, there's so many things I could ask him and tell him. <laughs> uh, the Rebirth trailer analysis recently was great too. Oh, thank you so much, Skytron. Um, oh man, Skytron, favorite FF creator, uh, content creator for years now. <laughs> I mean, that, I, that stuff really, it really connects, man. I, I cannot tell you how much, how like motivating that is when, when I read stuff like that, uh, because I'm just like anybody else, man, you know, I'm the warrior of hype, but I get my moments of like, uh, uh, what's the opposite of hype? A apathy, Ap apathetic. I'm the warrior of apathy sometimes, um, where I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, man, I get caught up in my own head, like ah. Uh. And that was that was another part of this trip. Um, not frustrating moments, but kind of like being surrounded by all of these really talented people, um, and of course, surrounded by like people who have worked had their hands in the pot of Final Fantasy um, in development. That was my moment. Uh, th that was my big moment right there. I mean, I love meeting everybody, but for me, like, for me, I love the game industry. I love that side of things, meeting developers, the people who are bringing this stuff to us. It's the kind of things, the voice actors um, who bring it to life. That stuff really, really... Uh, uh, I don't know, pinch me moments, right? Like, 
that's the parts where I get nervous. I get nervous to be around them. Um, but I got to shake hands with <laughs> Kazutoya Mahiro. I got to shake his hand. Hiroshi Takai. I got to shake his hand. Uh, uh, Masayoshi Soken shook his hand and told him, I was like, listen, I just interviewed three fans and the inter you know, the, the translator, the interpreter, uh, was able to translate this for me. I was like, I just interviewed three random fans waiting to get in and their most anticipated thing is the music. And he went, <laughs> uh, which was really cool, man. Uh, so yeah, and yeah, man, just getting to hang out with those guys, uh, the people who, like the staff Square Enix, but anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, like I can go through like a couple things, uh, the people I met and uh, some, some moments I had with them for sure. Uh, let's see, let's see, kind of catch up real quick in chat. I just want to catch up with you guys. Uh, Ryan says, I've been watching a lot of content with Ben Starr over the past couple days. What a guy, dude. I watched him on Kind of Funny. Uh, kind of Funny is like my favorite. Um, that's my favorite outlet uh, for content. I watch Kind of Funny all the time, every single episode. So the fact that he was doing Games Daily was really cool, and then he did uh, a live playthrough of the demo with uh, Mike and Andy. That was cool too. Uh, yeah. So and and he he's just a fan. One of my favorite moments of this entire, and this is just going to be, this is so simple. This is such a simple moan, uh, moment. And um, actually, Sphere Hunter had this, had it on video. Uh, if I can bring it up, maybe I can bring it up for you guys. But uh, Sphere, Hunter, Sphere Hunter had it on video of me just sitting down on the floor with Ben Starr. Like, I just, I saw him sitting on the floor. There was a spot next to open to him. And I just, I just kind of sat down next to him. And there was nothing, like, I just kind of said, how you doing, Ben? You know, just a little, what's up, man? We, we watched it. This is my favorite trailer. I told him, I was like, this is my favorite trailer. I love the revenge trailer. It's my favorite. And he said, I like Salvation. You know, Salvation's my favorite. I was like, yeah, awesome, man. So we were just sitting there. And I could tell that I do, this is not the time for a conversation because he was genuinely excited about watching this trailer. And I was like, I'm just going to watch the trailer with him. And we just watched the trailer. I look over at him, he looks over at me, and I went, I just smile, and he's smiling, and I'm just like, this is awesome. What a simple moment, but, like, elevated. You know, it was just, just so cool. It was, it was a moment of little bit of words, but I'm watching, you know, with, with Ben Starr, the voice of Clive, watching the Revenge trailer with him, and just feeling his energy radiate because he's so excited about Final Fantasy. He knows his stuff. He loves video games in general, just like me. I mean, like, we do Final Fantasy podcasts. He's he's the main character of Final Fantasy. But we love video games. Um, and, and I could feel that. I could sense that. And it was just, um, it's just a really cool moment. Things I would wish I would have done differently. I wish I would have actually had a conversation with him. Uh, I would... <laughs> I was just, uh, I was just really excited. Um, so I, I got to speak with him a little bit. We got to talk a little bit, but I mean, I, I just want to talk to him more. It's just one of those guys that you just want to talk to more. Uh, David Menken and Nina Indis, uh, the voice of, uh, Barnabas and, uh, Benedicta respectively. Uh, those are 
those two are some of the most the the nicest people some of the most easy to talk to uh i really really enjoyed speaking with them and they uh i mean they spent time uh, which is something i will always consider one of the greatest things you can give somebody is your time uh and they gave us their time they talked to us they got to uh and they were just super nice to us um they even did that little mini interviews uh that i that i've uploaded on youtube those mini interviews they didn't have to do that they weren't doing interviews that day uh but yeah i mean just super nice people so big shout out to them uh and then of course uh ralph einson was there the voice of sid uh the voice of sidolphus and uh my two friends that were oh well robert uh, was with us as a friend of mine and uh, Vinny, of course, the Fire Rogue Fighter. Um, they're huge fans of Ralph Einson because of Diablo and his work as a, an actor. They were able to speak with him. Uh, they were they were speaking with him for several minutes. So I don't know what they were talking about, but several minutes he gave them undivided attention, which was really cool man uh and, and of course ben star like i said he was he was making the rounds he was all over the place trying to meet as many people as he could and i respect that uh i respect the whole cast just really awesome uh yeah so let's see do, do, do. hey ace mclovin i made it <laughs> what's up ace mclovin uh, Block Sheep. Yeah, the music is a huge part of Final Fantasy in general. It's what I remember most from playing Final Fantasy IV. Right. Um, I love I love one person commented on our YouTube channel. If I can bring him up, uh, was like was like it's a the CDC <laughs> or the CDC suggests that forty percent of Final Fantasy fans are uh, here for the music or something like that. <laughs> that was good. It was like it's a scientific. It's a scientific fact. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, let's see. Yeah, there you go, Ryan. Um, United fan, and Ralph Einson is a legend in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. I have a, uh, a friend that was... He, want, he actually got the tickets uh, through the website when they went up. And he's from Dublin. He's from Dublin. So he, he really enjoyed that as well. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. You guys think we might get more rebirth info after 16 is out? Oh, well, I mean, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm like, yes. <laughs> but I know what you're trying to say. I think Tokyo Game Show. I think Tokyo Game Show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of Will Ferrell. It's a scientific fact. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, cool. Ryan, you've been a fan of uh, Kind of Funny as well. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, man, I love Kind of Funny. So, yeah, when it comes to uh, the people I met, you asked if I met Phil. And I did get to um, I did get to speak with Phil a little bit. Uh, it was super nice. Uh, there was a, <laughs> it was a moment with Phil. Uh, I can't remember who said it. I think it was Legion's was like, now I get to see everybody's uh, recognize them from the back of their head. And I was like, well, I mean, I immediately <laughs> recognized Phil and Aaliyah from the back of their heads. <laughs> they got, they got very distinguishable hair. <laughs> um, so that was cool. That was cool. Uh, very nice people. Um, I didn't get to speak with them long though. Uh, I tell you who 
who it was really really cool uh, to speak with. Well, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, aren't I? I was going to go back to the to the play days thing and summer game fest, but I'll stick it with the summer uh, with the Final Fantasy 16 thing for now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, um, I I don't know, man. Like, just being around like all of these creators in one room was really cool. Uh, and, and it's just, but it's also in the same at the same time, it was kind of awkward or weird. I don't know if you guys will understand where I'm coming from with that. Uh, I am an energetic guy, right? Uh, it's not like, so warrior of hype isn't just a, a character I play on final fan TV. Like, <laughs> I mean, like the warrior of hype is who I am. That's why I gave myself that name. And especially when I'm in an, an environment that is just providing energy, I feed on it. I feast on it. I love like high energy, exciting times. I'm building off of that. I'm a hyper dude. I'm a very like, I'm there to make noise. I'm there to be excited. I'm, I'm there to have a fun time. You know what I mean? Uh, so <laughs> I always kind of wondered if that clicked with everyone. I don't, I know it doesn't. Um, you know, I went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I, I know that energy doesn't click with everybody and it's, it's not, a, it's not a show, man. That's just who I am. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I really enjoyed, uh, speaking with, uh, one of the first people I spoke with at the party that was before, uh, the event was, um, Midna really, really nice. Uh, one of the first people I got spoke with, uh, and then, and then Curious Joy at the Play Days, also another person who is just, you know, like that feeds on that energy. And I just, I like being around those upbeat people. Uh, so that was really cool to meet Curious Joy uh, and, and get to tell her that I was like, hey, you know, I watched your Final Fantasy 16 preview and, and I, just, I just love that energy that you have. You can tell that you're genuinely excited about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, ran into, uh, baby seal who, who's always looking to like, just help, uh, which is really nice. Um, always looking to help out. Uh, it was really wonderful to meet sleep easy in person is he's, uh, he's so genuinely happy, uh, to see us. Like he was, he was so genuinely happy to see us. Um, and he was also just genuinely excited for us. I will, I will, it will be engraved in my mind when Yoshi P uh, surprised us on on screen. So Yoshida Sen comes up behind us and and just I'm I'm in the middle of doing this stupid uh, I'm like I'm like imitating Clive when he uses the Titan Punch. You know like and like that guttural sound that he does when he uses the punch. And I'm doing that and as I did that, like Yoshida taps me on the shoulder and I go, Oh snap dude like that was cool. And when Yoshida walks away, I look like he walks away. And in the background, I just see Sleepy's going, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's like, he just seems genuinely happy for us. And, and that was cool, man. I'll, I'll, I'll remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, who else, man? Who else? Uh, Night Sky Prince was, I consider Night Sky Prince as another inspiration for starting Final Fan TV kind of funny the biggest inspiration 
but you know seeing night sky prince videos i used to watch it all the time leading up to remake uh and and it was just like man i i, I want to talk to people about final fan tv <laughs> i want to talk about final fan tv or uh, final fantasy and i was like so we just did um you know that's when i then i you know pitched the idea we, we started final fan tv so meeting night sky prince in person was a really cool moment for me also his girlfriend was really nice to us um so that it's just it's just a lot of great people i met uh alex mukala um uh, alex mukala like being able to he asked me what our goals were and and you know at first i always get this impression that people don't want to hear what i say you know so i like i'll speak fast just to get it out and like you know, so they can move on but alex Alex was like, he was listening and, and I thought that was really cool of Alex, man. Like he asked what our goals were and I told him and he just kind of like put his hand on my shoulder and said, you get it, man. You, you're, you're getting there. You're going to get there. Uh, so really nice guy. Um, yeah. Alex's arrangement for the Memoria project. Fantastic, man. Alex is such a talented person and he got to play music with Soken on the stage. I can imagine what a moment that was. He got to play, I, I believe it was the prelude they played together. And he was on bass. Uh, Soakin' Sun was on the piano. Just really cool moment. I, I was watching from the audience, and I got chills. Another thing that I was watching watching with Ben Starr, <laughs> like just standing next to him, I would just like <laughs> randomly pop up next to him like, like a ghost, just boom. What's up, Ben? <laughs> And just watch things with them. Uh, so that was that was really cool, man. Uh, yeah, and then... Um, man, what else? Yeah, just... I, if I, I kept on going, I could go on forever with this stream of everybody I met. Uh, Januzzi, uh, Gamers Bordello, everyone with the uh, SDGC Super Deluxe Gaming Cast. So the XDGC. Uh, SDGC podcast. Everybody there was really nice to us as well um, and made us feel welcome, and that was that was really cool. Uh, here's, here's a moment that really blew my mind, right? I was talking to somebody about... Uh, I believe I was talking to Threefold. Awesome dude. Awesome dude. Talking to Threefold. And somebody just in the background said... Somebody said, Hey, when are you bringing back Wheel of Final Fantasy, man? And I said wait a second i said we haven't done wheel of final fantasy in a year or so like over a year and he's like i know i've been waiting and i'm like that that blew my mind because i'm like you've been a fan of ours for a year like that kind of stuff just really um i'd say it just takes me back a little bit i was like whoa wait a second um i, I get taken aback with that so uh the, <laughs> That was kind of cool, man. Just meeting people and then like Januzzi coming up to me and he's like, I, I just, I just watched your reaction video on Rebirth. And I'm like, what? Nice. So that was cool. Uh, Wheel of Final Fantasy was boss. Yeah. Nobody's taken down the boss either. Black Sheep. If we, if we remember correctly, Tiamat still sits on her lofty perch. Undefeated. Maybe we need to get you on there, Black Sheep. <laughs> uh yeah so if you guys have um drum jod awesome good to see you sorry i missed you uh coming in here what's up drum jod it was an awesome experience 
the warrior of hype yes moogle master uh mastery i was trying so hard to get him on this show and we had him we were in the discord call but i couldn't get my mic and camera to work with discord for some reason it just wasn't working so moogle uh you know you know, what was your favorite moments there? Because Moogle was there. Moogle Mastery was there. Uh, what was your favorite moment? Um, yeah. So so what's up, guys? Do you have any questions uh, about anything regarding this? I'll tell you one of the... I was going to talk about my frustrating moments. Um, a frustrating moment was for me was leaving um, Summer Game Fest live too early. That was extreme. That was one of the most frustrating things for me because I was there enjoying it having a great time they ended it with rebirth and let me tell you i was just freaking ecstatic like i was i i was so hype you guys saw the reaction video you saw how excited i was and then the show just ends so we all get up everybody is just kind of making their way to the entrance so i'm just following the crowd feeling the energy like hyping up everybody i'm like how are you guys feeling right now you know like i'm hyping up the crowd as we're walking out i'm like whoa we walk out the building um you know uh i don't know if i can name drop so i'm just gonna say somebody texted me and was like uh hey where are you at you wanna you wanna come meet up we're at the uh the lounge area and i was like heck yeah i wanna meet up dude i'll be there in a moment and uh yeah so i i walk back and they said you you can't go back into the theater once you've left and i was like i i, I was like Ugh. i was like but I had and I brought out my my microphones and I was like I'm I'm with Final Fan TV and I have an interview scheduled in there uh, in the lounge area and they said uh, we can't let you back in and I and I was I was so mad ah man I was mad but it was it was a really cool because I mean we had nothing else to do for the rest of the day and I really I sh I learned from next for next time I'm going to only leave when they kick me out. That's my uh, that's my mindset next time. Uh, I will leave when I'm kicked out. Uh, so I will do that <laughs> differently. Uh, yeah, I mean, like it, that. Anyways, I mean, like that 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 experience there was just such a uh, a high and a low at the same time because I mean they I was in the in the theater when they showed Rebirth and that was just oh man so good. Um, I don't know what the rest of the audience was doing, but man, I was just. I couldn't sit still on how excited I was. Um, <laughs> I'm also the DoorDash guy. Uh, like when they, in between, uh, he shows Ever Crisis. And then after showing Ever Crisis, Jeff Cayley goes, oh, and speaking of Final Fantasy, and I said, what, Jeff? What you got for me, Jeff? And I said that really, it just came out. It just came out. I was like, Jeff, what you got? What you about to do, Jeff? What you gonna do, Jeff? And then, then uh, he just... <laughs> He just goes, hey, no, 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 no. DoorDash has your back. <laughs> he got me, man. He got me. I was, uh, <laughs> but you could tell, man. You could tell. He's like, you just wait until the end of the show. We got you. Uh, so that, <laughs> that moment was really cool. Um, and it was cool that you can hear me on, <laughs> on stream. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what else we got? Let me make sure my. There we go. My mic's working again. Is my mic? Yeah, it looks like it's coming through. Uh, yeah, the, that moment fired me up too, Black Sheep. <laughs> what? What's up, MCP? Good to see you. 
Uh, Moogle Mastery says, my favorite was by far seeing Ben Starr walking directly in front of me, and I, I completely froze. Oh, did you not get to did you not get to say hi to him or shake his hand, uh, Moogle? Oh man, like I know how that is though. Like you just freaking freeze up, and there's so oh no, Moogle, I'm sorry, man. Like there's so many things that you want to say in your mind, like you're just. You just you have all of these things prepared. You're like, oh man, I can't can't wait to see him so I can say this and this and we can talk about this. You know, like Ben Starr being a big fan of Final Fantasy VIII. Or um, I mean, like this was another thing. Like I, I wanted to talk to him and it crossed my mind, but I was like, no, it's not the right time. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little uh, uh serious for a moment. Um, but like Ben Starr shared this on kind of funny if anybody else watched kind of funny you get to hear his story and for me i you know like you guys know that i lost my brother um and when he talked about losing his father and how final fantasy 16 like he was making final fantasy 16 um and or he was in the process of recording for it and he lost his father and he said that final fantasy 16 helped him navigate that loss and i have that same uh connection with final fantasy 7 that final fantasy 7 helped me you know navigate the loss of my brother through through that game and that and the themes of that game uh and, and dealing with loss that was a really big theme of final fantasy 7 was like moving on from loss and, and like or or overcoming a tragedy of some sort and the fact that he said that about 16 really has me I, I want I want that. I know it seems weird, but I want to feel um, that connection. So I'm I'm pretty uh, like when he shared his story, it, it was um, it was something that meant a lot to me, and I wasn't able to tell him, uh, and and I, I just didn't know if it would have been the right time, right? I didn't know if it would have been a good time to bring that up. Uh, you know, we're at a party or we're at a launch event, but uh, you know that kind of stuff. He was being really open and honest about losing his dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and then and then Andy's hair. <laughs> yeah, Andy's hair was tight though. I'm not gonna lie. He, 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 that's that's something I would do for sure if I had the hair. I loved how he said, "I'm wrestling with male pattern baldness. It, it it's it's hard to pull this off with male pattern baldness." <laughs> Uh, that's that's how I am. Yeah, I mean, you can see the bald spot on my head. I hate it. Ah. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like jealous you guys got to meet Yoshi. Oh man, what a awesome moment that was. I mean, I didn't get to speak with him. Like I like everything that you saw on the stream was me just being completely baffled and just dumbfounded like i'm trying to speak to him i don't even know what i was saying i was just like oh my god you know there you are there you are uh i did get to shake his hand and and that is always really important to me like to be able to shake his hand and say thank you um you know for all the work uh that they've done to bring this very special game to us uh so i got to do that with almost the whole development team so that was really cool i do regret not going through the meet and greet because uh, I was trying really hard to secure interviews and stuff like that. 
uh, which I should have refocused and just, you know, got to do that, get them to sign a poster. I didn't, I didn't do that. So that was, that's a regret. <laughs> uh, the new CEO, man. I love the new CEO. Uh, let me make sure I get his name right. I even wrote about him recently. Takashi uh, Takashi Kiru. Takashi Kiru. Um, what an inspiring and awesome keynote opening. Takashi Kiru, the new president of Final or of, of Square Enix, is such a passionate fan of Final Fantasy. It get, it brings me so much excitement to know that this brand, Final Fantasy, is in such good hands right now between Yoshi P and um, uh, Takashi Kiru. Just they're they're big fans of Final Fantasy, man, and, and Yoshinori Katase. But we'll we'll see what they do with Rebirth. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I just I just love that they are just really really big fans of Final Fantasy. You know what I mean? Um, and and the, and it shows in every aspect. And uh, when he shared his his story of people telling him that you won't be nothing, you won't be anything with gaming. Uh, if you're if you play video games, you won't be able to do anything. Uh, I I literally got goosebumps in the audience. I don't know if somebody got that on camera. If one of my friends was filming me, but I was like, dude, my hair my hair is sticking up. I got hair in the back of my back of my neck sticking up. Goosebumps. That really hit man Takashi Kiru with that opening keynote earned a lot of respect from me a lot of respect so I really really like that um it was a nice gesture uh how the CEO spoke in English he spoke in English the whole time so much respect for this guy so much respect um I mean he didn't have to do that and we would have still respected him for it but man that that's awesome that's really awesome and it really does connect with the fans and i hope he knows that you know i think he does i wish i would have been able to meet him um i, I apparently he was walking around and I, I i didn't see him i didn't see him anywhere so i wish i would have been able to meet him in person that would have been awesome and tell him that personally that that his speech was very inspiring and um you know i earned I earned a lot of respect respect i respected him a lot from that one so uh yeah let's see let me catch back up sorry about that did yoshi p also sneak up on you saw some clips of other people he did that too yeah uh skytron he did i i should i should probably go back and clip that and share it as well like everybody else's um yeah i i'll, I'll go back and find that that in the vod and, and and clip it out for you um and then share it on twitter I mean, I don't even know what I said, so it'll be interesting watching that again. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. Uh, okay, we'll do, we'll do. Uh, who, what else am I missing? He was being really open. Yep, and then... He's humble. It's like, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man, Moogle. I, he, was t he was talking to everybody, man. I'm so so sorry you didn't get to meet, and I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet you in person. I was actually really looking forward to that. Um, so what happened was, is my my real phone, my actual phone, stayed in my zip pocket, like I just zipped it, um, so I didn't lose it. 
and then we were using a different phone that was compatible with the microphones we had and um, so we're using this different phone to to film and that's that's basically I never even checked my phone during that it, it, that's what we were using for video and, and everything like that so I just never even checked my phone uh, I would have loved to have met you and, and got a picture with you um, that would have been really cool uh, uh, MCP says I'm confident the hype wasn't for nothing 16 is on pace for Goaty hmm <clears throat> I think you're right. I th dude, this demo is bringing out some really, really great vibes. Um, people who were not interested in 16 are now interested in pre-ordering. I love that re reaction recap where the guy was like, no, no, it's over. And then he just goes straight to it and he pre-orders the deluxe edition. I feel like so many people did that. I'm seeing on the timeline got a playstation 5 i'm seeing in our discord with drake ec got a playstation 5 people are buying the console so they can play final fantasy 16. this is a moment everybody this is a moment uh that demo was probably the best demo to showcase a game in a long time not only were you able to play the first two hours of the game and then transfer that progress over but you were able to also kind of sample what the game will be like later on in a specially curated uh, part of the game. When you play that part of the game, you're only going to have Phoenix. Like you're not going to have all three of those iconic abilities. And I think that is, um, I think that's just a brilliant way to do it. Brilliant. So yeah, I mean, I love that demo, and I, it seems like it is um, selling, selling the game, selling consoles, man. Uh, yo, how hard did your body crash after that weekend full of hype? <laughs> Subtext. I'm still recovering, uh, to be honest. I woke up, uh, so, so we're three hours behind, which is, I'm not saying that's jet lag or anything. There were people flying in from England. All the voice cast had to fly in from England. Uh, but man, like, <laughs> I was like, that's not going to be nothing. It's going to be fine. Man, the morning of, because we came back on Monday, uh, so, so Tuesday morning, I, I just kept sleeping. I was just like, I got to sleep and catch up on some sleep because what we did was I really wanted to jam pack the week with stuff to do. Uh, I hate sitting still when I'm on, like, especially when I'm in LA or somewhere special, I hate sitting still. Like, so, uh, and there were several moments of that where that was just super frustrating, but that's a, that's a different thing. Uh, but yeah, like. So, so we went to go see Transformers in 4DX, which was really cool. But that was only only available showing was 10 p.m. So we didn't get back until like uh, 1 a.m. And then we had to wake right back up in the morning to go to Disneyland because I was like, dude, we're in there. We got to go to Galaxy's Edge. We got to get ourselves a lightsaber. That was it. And I have a great story about lightsabers. Uh, but I'll probably I gotta I gotta have something for the the Patreon supporters and stuff. But. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> we got to get lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge. Disneyland, do not go there. What a bust. What a terrible, like a, like a boring time. Galaxy's Edge was awesome, but the rest of the park was just really boring. Uh, so, anyways, that was kind of frustrating, but also one of the best moments was getting to hold that lightsaber. Uh, anyways, yeah, right after that, we had to make a, a just make a, get out of Disneyland and go straight to the Square Enix activation at Summer Game Fest Play Days, which was a 45-minute drive. Uh, we went there, and, like, it was nonstop, guys. 
um, at the Summer Game Fest Play Days event. That was a moment. That was one of my favorite moments of this trip. Um, I mean, obviously, the 16 event was what we were there for, and that was an incredible moment. But, uh, God, getting to walk through that, um, yeah, just really cool. I met I met uh, Tim Geddes. I mean, I, I got to meet Tim Geddes and tell him in person. I was like, dude, you're you're the main inspiration for me starting this this show and he goes oh oh cool man thank you so much he's like what, what uh what's the name of your channel and i was like oh uh, final fan tv and he went no way I, i've seen your tweets and i'm like what <laughs> so uh just being able to reach uh tim gettys has been it, 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 that was a really cool thing to learn uh that i, I i've re i've reached tim gettys i mean i have tagged him in a lot of the stuff too uh, but you know how it is, you know, usually you just see it and then you just like it and I guess you move on or something, but like, no, nah, he's, he's been paying attention and that was really cool. Uh, and, and that's, it's just like kind of how I like to handle things too, man. Uh, I would hope that if I met somebody in public that I would know who they are, but, um, he gets this from thousands and thousands of people and he, he recognized us. So that was really cool. Yeah. Starstruck indeed. Um, very starstruck. Uh, he was like, yeah, you got the, um, oh no, that was a different, that was a different person. So Tim Geddes recognized us from Twitter. Uh, I did get to meet Blessing Adeoya Jr., which was really cool. I, I, I didn't really, they were all very busy. And when they're at the play days thing, they're all doing their own thing. And I don't want to be, I don't want to intrude. Right. So I kind of went in there. I just shook his hand and I said, thank you so much for all the, uh, all the work that you do. It's kind of funny, big fan. And then, like, you know, met him. I met Paris Lily, which uh, that was really cool. I met Paris Lily at the um, Summer Game Fest Live in the YouTube theater. Uh, and I got a picture with him, actually. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, and then after that, during the Final Fantasy 16 event, uh, Michael Hamm, the guy who does um, uh, GameSpot, Michael, he, 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 he does the Final Fantasy 16 coverage, and I got to go up to him and like shake shake his hand and i was just like man i really respect the work that you do and i when you were on uh kind of funny you had talked about how you were possibly you know like i i have to roll credits before i can make a judgment on this game but he's he's such a big final fantasy fan that i was really curious of what his thoughts were and of course he was like i'm embargoed i'm embargoed so i can't really talk to you about it but definitely check out the uh the games cast when it comes out and i was like oh for sure for sure uh and then and then he said so w what's your name and uh, you know you have a channel or something like that and i said oh i'm daniel with with final fan tv and he said he said uh he said ah oh, final fan tv he went uh and i said no way you recognize us and he said and he said no i do man you have that you have the logo it says fftv and then it has the 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 final fan tv uh Efreetan, or no the the 16 efreton phoenix logo in the background and i was like no way man so that was really cool too that was really cool um yeah so i don't know man like it's just so many moments so many moments uh, what are, what are we talking about in chat, guys? Let me catch up with you guys. Um, I have friends who never played Final Fantasy and said that they've uh, kept hearing crazy stuff and want to try it. That's subtext. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my brother 
Uh, I don't know if I can say that he specifically bought a PS5 for Final Fantasy uh, 16, but he's been a hardcore, I mean like hardcore bleed green Xbox fan. Um, and he, he bought a PS5 and he's looking forward to playing Final Fantasy 16. Hasn't played a Final Fantasy, God, since PS1 era, I don't know, probably 8. <laughs> so it was really cool that he's 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 excited for it uh and then um i've seen people talk about like i think it was captain cosmic who was like you know i just showed my wife this game and she's going to play it she doesn't play games it's just really cool you know the rings the rings like the accessibility rings really uh really helping people get into it so big big props to that and everything uh, let's see what else we talking about. Skytron says, I predict that Final Fantasy 16 won't win the GOATI just because Zelda, but, uh, will receive most of the big, <laughs> yeah, most of the big, uh, awards. Yeah, yeah, that, just like God of War did. God of War Ragnarok swept the game awards. Didn't win game of the year, though. I mean, I got nothing against Elden Ring. I love Elden Ring. I don't love Elden Ring. I I, I respect Elden Ring, <laughs> but uh, but man, come on, God of War gets pretty much every award and then doesn't win Game of the Year. That was mm, that's probably what will happen with sixteen. Uh, it definitely will win best action game. Definitely gonna win best uh, soundtrack. Definitely probably gonna win best narrative. Uh, but I mean. If it's game of the year, that will be quite the accomplishment, especially when you're stacked up against Tears of the Kingdom, Spider-Man 2, and I want to throw in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. That's currently my game of the year, and I have played Tears of the Kingdom. Um, haven't beat Tears of the Kingdom, but I imagine that the you know, the story's not going to blow me away. Any. I've kind of gotten the gist of what the game is, and I really, I really love the game. It's just not going to be a game that... It's Tears of the Kingdom gameplay is is king, right? Gameplay is just so good and so addicting. Um, the gameplay loop, you want to keep playing it. The story and everything else, like even the, <laughs> I'm not trying to trash on it, but like the music is doesn't even hold a candle to um, the nothing to Final Fantasy 16. So it'll be very interesting. People love Zelda. I love Zelda, but I wouldn't put it as game of the year. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, let's see, MCP says, I feel like Zelda hasn't gotten much praise like it normally does. Plus, how many times are we going to save the princess? <laughs> I mean, like I said, like, uh, the story doesn't really, I don't know, there is a story there, and I thought it was kind of cool, the, the opening of Tears of the Kingdom, I was like, oh, snap, this opening of Tears of the Kingdom is pretty epic. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, it, I can't say that it hasn't gotten the praise because I've been watching a lot of, um, like kind of funny again. Uh, and they, and they just can't stop talking about that game. Uh, and then just the TikTok videos, people, it, it took over TikTok for like a whole month and it's still kind of going, but it is a very popular like game to share and, and you know, share your your unique creations and stuff and people love that kind of stuff so i would say that it does kind of 
it does kind of have that popularity behind it. I would definitely say it's it's buzzing, and it was buzzing like significantly about a month ago. Uh, the Tim Gettys story, man. I love Tim Gettys. That's just that's just the way it is. Oh, and then he also saw my Warrior of Hype shirt I was wearing, and he was he's like, ah, I like the Warrior of Hype, and I'm like the Master of Hype. What do we got? What's this? Uh, so it was really cool, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Glad you're getting recognized. It's been a long time coming. Thank you, Skytron. Thank you, Skytron. Um, like I said, man, it's just really cool. Um, you know, you don't never. I never expect it. Just never expect it. It's, it always kind of blows me away when somebody's like, "Oh yeah, you know, warrior of hype." Um, just cool. And like, if somebody comment and said the warrior of hype is, or you are most definitely the warrior of hype, or something like that. I get in comment, like, I get a comment like that, and I'm just like, nice, nice. Uh, okay, so yes, I do want to hear something funny, MCP. So let me hear what you got. When I was googling who you were, or who were the top Final Fantasy YouTube channels to share the Floor 67 project uh, and ask them to review it, one of the sites said Final Fan TV was number one. Whoa, wait a second, let me read that back. When I was googling who were the top Final Fantasy YouTube channels to share the Floor 67 project to and ask them to review it, one of the sites said Final Fan TV was number one. Ooh, that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I actually wrote out a, um, or I was in the middle of writing out a script uh, to review Floor 67. Uh, it has been so incredibly busy because I'm trying to like Final Final Fantasy 16, Final Fantasy 16, just and like just content after content of 16 so that way if square enix ever went to our channel and says eh, should we what should we do with this 16 or with this fftv guys are, are they worthy i wanted them to see it was 16 all day um so i never did get around to doing that unfortunately but that's awesome that we were recommended as number one really cool man i would love to see that article <laughs> uh i'm very curious where these scores come in uh, the cultural heat around Final Fantasy 16 is pretty crazy right now, and if the reviews come in hot, it's impossible. It's not impossible to get uh, Goaty. Mm. Subtext, that is very interesting. Based on the demo, I think the story is going to be something that is, uh, like, revolutionary, man. Like, in an in a, in a, in a interesting... Like, in the way that, like, Last of Us... Uh, you know, like sets the standard of video games telling um, premium television quality stories uh, through through video games. And I know video games have always been incredible when they tell their stories. But uh, this game, based on the demo alone, I was like, I'm I'm watching or I'm playing an interactive episode of Game of Thrones, and I mean that in the absolute best way possible everybody got has to keep in mind that game of thrones was one of the best shows on television like it was the one of the it was the best show on television during that time in the first uh four seasons and then near it was definitely at the final seasons as well but they weren't reviewed as well um but man 
the first four seasons of Game of Thrones, it felt like I was watching that. It felt like I was starting a new, like, Game of Thrones spinoff, right? Uh, and I mean that in the best way possible. I really do. I, I just, I, I just, um, I think it has the potential. The story has the potential to really blow people away. Uh, and then you, when you couple that with, or, or I guess when you combine that with all of the different elements that are going into this game, everybody I've heard play this game and react to it immediately goes, oh my God, the soundtrack is in, is amazing. It's freaking uh, a banger, dude. Like people love the soundtrack. The first, almost one of the first things they notice and they have this incredible action on screen and they're just like, holy shit this thing is this thing is mind-blowing right like they're they're watching this and just kind of losing their minds because the sound is matching the action and it's really it's it's causing this this marriage of greatness do you know what i mean like you're seeing the incredible action you're getting the the sound to to meet the uh to rise and meet the occasion you know what i mean it's just god it gives you chills, man. And I mean, no other game is is doing that. That's, I I try to take a step back and look at it from an unbiased position. I'm just like, all right. No, I mean, God of War Ragnarok, definitely. Um, I mean, like, the, has that scale, has that epic, um, the epic battles. But even God of War Ragnarok, and I'm a big fan of God of War. I love God of War. Uh it's not meeting the scale of this game. Like it, it hasn't met the scale. It didn't meet the scale of this game. You know, uh, God of war three, that has the scale of this game, but of course that's a, you know, PS three game. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just, I don't know, man, I just, I haven't seen this. And I think people are going to like, critics are going to see that. And hopefully it's going to resonate for, with them where they're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, this is a one of a kind game. This deserves goatee. Uh, but yeah, it, it'll be very, very interesting uh, where where it falls in the scores. I, I mean, I'm trying to think when I was playing the game. Like, is there anything that's kind of eh, this isn't super great? But I love the combat. I love the the, the movement is smooth. Uh, I guess the jumping is a little bit kind of stiff. But <laughs> that's just me trying to nitpick and find something. God. Uh, all right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna move on to the next thing. Let's see what else we got. Uh, uh, Skytron. It'll be God of War Ragnarok. And yep, yep, yep. For the game of the year, Final Fantasy 16 has newness on its side, and it really breaks through with new audience or with the audience. Then who knows? Yeah, subtext. I really agree. I really agree. Cause like Tears of the Kingdom, fantastic game, very familiar, right? It's a very familiar game. It's almost like an extension of Breath of the Wild. Uh, so yeah, my favorite moment was uh, I was able to meet someone awesome, or some awesome, amazing people. Blitz, Maximilian, Unileska from Unileska Games, and even Caleb Hart. Yeah, awesome, Moogle. That's awesome that you got to meet those guys, uh, those those people. Because like, I mean, they're great people too. I got to meet them as well. Uh, I when you saw the the interview I had with Maximilian, that was. Oh, it was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting him to uh, do an interview with us, and I, I, in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have asked him. That was kind of uh, a little forthcoming there. But uh, 
I don't know, man. I just wanted to talk to him, and I wanted a reason to get his um, get his thoughts. And I'm like, well, if I'm getting his thoughts, man, let me just see if I can get it on camera. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I always feel weird doing that. Just kind of want to talk to people. But I'm also there to make content. Like that was my goal. <laughs> You know, like I'm there to make content because I, you know, I want Square Enix to look back at our channel and go, oh yeah, we should definitely invite them again. But I'm also there just because I'm, you know, big fans of all these people. So, and just want to have a good time. So it was a balance. Uh, but yeah, I got to meet those people as, as well. So I'm really, all, really happy that you got to meet them as well, uh, Moogle. Uh, let's see. There were some people that I was standing right next to that I didn't get to, that I, I didn't know I was standing next to. I will be completely honest. And if I would have known, it would have been awesome. Because uh, <laughs> most of the time you, you see like they have an anime character or they have like a, a, a cartoon character of themselves. And I don't really recognize them in person. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of that. I'm like, oh, wow, you, you're that person. OK. OK, I should have said hi. Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's see, let's see. Mm -hmm. Glad to see you guys in chat, man. It seems like you guys are having a good time talking, man. I like that. I like that. Um, the atmosphere, the music, the story, it's just so unforgettable. You're right, Moogle. The 16th story will really resonate and be memorable. That's right, Jump John. Um... <laughs> in turn yeah skytron says in terms of actual substance quality and tone 16 is just swiping the floor <laughs> um i mean <laughs> uh i mean i do you might be right you might be right you might be right i i gotta i gotta i keep on bringing back to star wars jedi survivor because i absolutely just love that game and it just the story in that was some of the best star wars i've seen in decades so it's hard to it's hard to go against that, but when you got the quality of 16 right now, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Is that a soundtrack? Oh yeah, dude. I, I was I was like, dude, I wonder if it's possible. I turned down all the sound effects, I turned down all the voiceovers, and I just let the music play uh, in the demo, and that's what I recorded for the uh, for that video on YouTube. Dude, <laughs> the music. It, you can almost you can almost play this game without without those things and just feel you will feel something i think that's that's like uh wally the the disney pixar movie you don't even have to hear a line of dialogue but you feel something right uh and i think that's awesome 16 uh let's see i think so minor minor complaint is that there's no hard mode at uh at the start of the game i agree um so the thing is at first when i was at the show um uh, during the the summer game fest play days i was able to actually go behind closed doors which let me tell you that was a cool experience uh to go behind closed doors nobody else was allowed to do this well not nobody but only select few uh, i got to go behind closed doors and play that uh garuda demo that leads into the garuda versus um if if free icon versus icon uh so i got to go in there and play that and <laughs> uh i was getting just my my butt whooped i was getting whooped in that game and i was like ooh, and i got you know i was taking off i took off all the accessories i was like all right i want to play this game and see how see how it is and i was just getting absolutely wrecked um 
so for the first time I played it, I was getting wrecked. Of course, you throw in all the iconic abilities that you wouldn't have at the start, so it's not. I wasn't eased in like the game intends you to be eased into it. Um, but I was really happy to see Clive's health bar fall into the red, because you never see that in any of the trailers. Like you're like this game just looks way too easy. Uh, and and Clive's health bar fell in the red. I'm using potions. I'm like I'm trying so hard. Uh, and the, the Square Enix guy behind me, he, he, the Square Enix guy comes up behind me and he goes, Hey, um, you know, if you press the start button, you can actually use a high potion. Uh, you have high potions in your inventory. And I went, I went, yeah, no, I don't No, I've already done that. <laughs> I was like, I got no potions left, man. I, I am, I am about to be screwed here. I did use my, uh, my limit break, which, which actually recovers some of your health as you use it. Not that was able to get me through that fight. I never got a game over. I was able to just get through it with with using that limit breaker to save my life. Come in clutch. Uh, but that was really funny to have the the Square Enix guy behind me just go, "Hey man, um, <laughs> you seem to be struggling." <laughs> no, it, it was really cool too. I wish I would have remembered his name. Really cool guy. Uh, yeah. So uh, I was getting whooped, but now playing the demo several several times as i'm sure everybody here has played this the demo like hundreds of times i went from just getting wiped to like okay i'm getting the hang of it i'm finding my combos i'm finding what works best for me uh like i'm i'm it's an internal clock with those with the iconic abilities where i'm like now's the time uh to just unleash this combo that my favorite combo is the you know close in the gap with the phoenix shift you know uses uh use the phoenix shift um or the phoenix tornado thing you follow that up with garuda's claws you follow that up with garuda swipe up you bring it back down with titan's fist and then you you just finish it off like that that is such a basic combo from what i'm seeing now on on twitter people are posting some insane combos uh, but you save that combination for when they're staggered and it's so satisfying. It is so satisfying. Uh, and, and it's kind of gotten to the point now where I'm getting those perfect dodges. I'm getting it down like, uh, really well. And I'm starting to notice, I'm like, mm, man, I kind of wish there was a hard mode. Uh, I, I, I get that they wanted everybody to have this shared experience of just getting through the story. But for me, I love the challenge as it feels like it's part of the adventure. Um, one of the big things that I will uh, that I point out is that Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, with Star Wars Jedi Survivor, I played that on Jedi Master, or one of the harder hardest difficulties. And when I watched reviews, kind of funny once again, they were like, "Oh man, you know, I just never feel like it was a challenge. I'm always just kind of hacking and slashing." And I'm like. You feel like a Jedi if you put it on the harder difficulty. You have to wait. You never strike first. Always defense, right? Like you kind of like feel your opponent out. Doesn't matter who you're going against, and you just kind of like it feels like it's part of the journey. And I feel like if Final Fantasy would have done that, that would have been really cool. Like to have that hard mode at launch would have been great. Um, Tigress. Taking notes? What are you taking notes for, Tigers? I, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of curious. What's up, Tigers? How are you doing? Oh, wait. Uh, Tigers, are you, wait. Were you hanging out with us? I feel like we hang out. Uh, but, I, <laughs> uh, yo, oh, for the combos, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, that was you. <laughs> awesome. One of my also one of my favorite moments of this trip. Uh, I gotta say, now that Tigress is here, I'm glad you're here because I was uh, I was gonna bring this up. Was that Crane and Tigress reached out to us? Like, I didn't know they lived in L.A. Uh, reached out to us and was just like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" It was our last night. We had to catch a flight at. We had to be up at like 6 a.m. And they were like, "Do you guys want to hang out tonight?" And I was like, "We can't pass up an opportunity to hang out with these people." And and me and Vinny went out and hung out with them until 3 a.m. Uh, which and because we, we were just talking, it felt like just hanging out with friends. And and that like me and Vinny talked about that Tigress. Me and Vinny talked about that all the way uh, like on the way home. We were just like, "Man, that was that was really cool." Like they they just felt like talking to friends, you know. We were just just hanging out. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for that. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely think a hard mode at, at the beginning of the game would be good for people like me. But I will replay this game a hundred times. So uh, <laughs> just like I've done with this demo. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this Jedi Survivor feels like a middle part of a bigger story. I agree. I agree. It's a, such a great like second entry, man. I'm so excited for the third game the demo uh i was equipping weaker gear to make my <laughs> yeah we're, so it's gonna be like that right it's gonna be like that if you want to make it challenging just don't equip the stronger gear <laughs> do a do a, a zero equip run uh freaking naked run or something like that uh where he just where you just take off all the accessories <laughs> take off all the equipment uh, yeah, or, or you could be like uh, when Maximilian and Ryota Suzuki were fighting that super boss that was like 15 levels above them. That's the kind of challenge I want. Of course you could probably grind it out and get yourself to match that level and make that fight easier. But I kind of want that challenge. You know what I mean? So I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to do that. <laughs> um... Let's see what see what we got here, guys. Uh, in the demo, oh, yeah, 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 that was Drumjod, by the way. Drumjod says, um, did my fourth and fifth playthrough of the iconic challenge today. Trying to become more natural at the controls and get good before before streaming the full game. Oh, it's awesome that you're going to be streaming it, everybody. Check out Drumjod. Head him on the show. Um, I, I would I would say recently, but I guess it's been a, a couple months now. Uh, but yeah, like Drumjod, very passionate person about final fantasy and it was really awesome speaking with you so uh yeah oh speaking of people we've had on the show man i got my uh my print sky junk or sketch junkie sketch junkie was kind enough to send me a print even though i did the uh the giveaway um so that so that way fans could get a print of his work but he actually sent me one and it turned out amazing um that's sketch junkie by the way guys so Go, go show Sketch Junkie some love. Really awesome that he sent me a print. I was very happy about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've just we've just had so many great people on the show. So I just love I love shouting out, man. I love shouting them out. I love featuring you guys. I was really hoping to have Moogle Mastery on here today. But something's wrong with Discord. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see if there's anything else I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, I think things I'll do ne differently next time. I, I have like a little like notes here. Things I want to do differently next time when this happens. Hopefully it does. One of my oh, gotta tell you about this one. 
gotta tell you about this one because this one made me excited uh i was speaking with one of the square enix guys one of the square enix staff i made it a point man i wanted to go up and shake their hands and say thank you for putting on that show uh, so I made it a point to, to shake every everyone who was wearing a staff sh uh, shirt. I want to just go up to them and say thank you because this was an incredible experience. You, you you allowed the fans to do this and to the fans and developers and voice actors all mingling and just having a good time uh, together celebrating Final Fantasy. Uh, I think that was such a really, really cool thing to do. So, um, God, I got to give major props to Square Enix for doing that. Uh, so anyways, I, um, I, I just kind of shaking everybody's hand once again, I need to be a little bit more, uh, I need to sell myself a little better because they probably don't remember me because I didn't say anything about who I was. I just wanted to say thank you to them. <laughs> uh, but there was one person who asked who we were and this person, uh, was like one of the big dogs, uh, really cool guy really cool person who was he put on the whole thing he said he was like yeah i kind of i kind of was in charge of managing this whole thing and i was like wow um thank you so much so i am you know i just wanted to shake your hand and he says uh what's your name and you know, i said daniel with final fan tv and he said oh, okay cool cool uh i i know of you and everything like that and we were just talking and like um and then as i was walking away and he went he said hey i'll see you at the next one and i just kind of turned around and i said Hmm? <laughs> and he went. And I was I like I like the sound of that. I really do. Um so hopefully hopefully they remember. <laughs> so I'll see you at the next one. Eh, I'm sure it was just an expression. But uh I mean, man. I'm 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 just happy that like uh, it was just like a see you at the next one, you know what I mean? That's a really cool thing to hear. Cuz that is their that's our goal. Uh if there was to be a Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth event, we want to be there. We want to be there. That's our that's our goals, man. That's our goal. Um, we want to be like. That's why it was th so frustrating moments, or not frustrating moments, but just personal on a personal note uh, to open up to you guys and be transparent with you. Uh, it was for me. It was super important to make a good impression. Um, but I, you know, I never once wanted to act like something I wasn't so I'm I'm really energetic really excited and stuff uh but I mean like it was so so important to me to like let them know that hey this is this is our goal this is we are living the goal that we wanted to do we're living the goal that we set at the beginning of this year um and we want to keep doing this stuff we want to keep um providing that coverage we want to bring the hype from whatever event it is uh, so the next time there's like a London preview event, that's our goal, man. We want to be there. I want to make it known. I want to make it known that that's our goal. Uh, it's something we are striving for. Um, I love that, man. I love that. Thank you, MCP. Don't say wanna. We, we gonna. We gonna. I like that. We gonna. I like that, man. Thank you, MCP. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's just, this is, that's just our goals. That's our goals. So it was really important to me make a, make a good impression, uh, but also show them who I am. Like, show them that I'm the warrior of hype, man. And that's who I am as a person. It's not a character I play. Uh, it's, it's just who I am as a person. So, uh, hopefully it didn't come across 
annoying or, or, or come across wrong. Uh, but they seem to they seem to really click and and, and enjoy it. So um, I enjoy talking to them, getting to know them. So hopefully they remember Final Fan TV. That's that was my goal. Just wanted them to remember Final Fan TV. Uh, and 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 like once again, I want to give a huge shout out to Jay with Square Enix for believing in us, because Jay is awesome. He believed in us. That's that's uh, he made it all possible. So thank you, Jay. Uh, yeah. So uh, next time, I'd rather I probably will do it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Uh, next time, I will probably do it live. I don't know why I didn't want I didn't live stream it. I guess I was still getting used to the new equipment. Like we we had these new microphones. Uh, one time they didn't work. So if you're a Patreon supporter and you get our exclusive talk about the entire experience of getting to LA and the, um, uh, the summer game fest experience. Uh, <laughs> we had our mics on, but they weren't working with the phone. So there was a lot of like technical difficulties, but I would love to do it live. Uh, kind of bring you that hype. If we are able to bring it live. And if we're not able to bring that live to you, I want to be aware of like when this content will drop, right? I got a lot of interviews because I really wanted to spotlight the fans. A lot of interviews with the fans uh, about what are you excited about when you get in there and to play. Like, what are you what are you hoping to play? What do you or what are you hoping to get out of the demo? And like, you know, what's your favorite thing like, about Final Fantasy? So I got those those interviews. They're probably going to go up on the channel eventually. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, that's not that's actually like asking somebody what they're excited about to experience at this event is not going to be something that people want to watch uh you know several days after the event like a week after the event um so it's just kind of like i have to be a little more conscious of that when i'm talking to um like voice actors uh you know i feel like i don't know um it's just so hard because you want to ask them the right questions and hopefully maybe have like some stuff prepared it was hard because I didn't even expect, I didn't even anticipate being able to talk to them that day. So just was like, hey, would you like to do an interview? And then we just wing it. You know, we just wing it. Uh, so that was, yeah. Uh, and then maybe next time we're there, I won't feel so, I'll feel a little more comfortable with talking to them because I was just kind of like, uh, you know, like just just <laughs> really excited to be there and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like that's just me being transparent about that stuff. It, on, on this side of things when you're doing because like I love media uh, games media video games media is is my goal um, like I love Final Fantasy obviously but I've always wanted to be in the games media industry uh, like IGN uh, GameSpot the, you know kind of funny uh, that kind of stuff you know kind of funny is technically a content creator uh, but anyways I just want to be in video games media right so that's a uh, Stuff that it was a learning experience. Uh, let's see. Not getting as much content as I hoped. That was one frustrating thing. Like I really wanted to get as much content as possible, but I don't have an editor. So I got a lot of content, but no editor to put this content together and get it out to you guys. Uh, so that was maybe, maybe next time have somebody dedicated to editing. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have any questions, 
I am happy to answer them. Any questions at all about uh, the the experience here? Um, any questions about, I don't know, whatever, Final Fantasy 16 demo coming out in just what? God, what is it now, man? Is it like, is it like six or five days? Is it five days? Six days? Ah, man. Uh, so that that's cool. I see that uh, they're they're gonna be you know they did the rainmaker for for Final Fantasy 16 codes. Uh, I was really really hoping to get a Final Fantasy 16 early review code, uh, and I am in talks to do that. But they are they're they um you know you you saw that it just went up so five days to get a review out is going to be extremely challenging if I was even able to have that review in hand. Uh, so less than a week is going to be very, very challenging. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if I'll be able to get a review out for you guys by embargo, but I think we might do, um, like it, that's if I get one, I, I'm not even saying, cause trust me, if I had one right now, I wouldn't be on the live stream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like it's going to be very, very difficult to get a review out in a timely manner. So instead of putting together an extremely well edited video, like I was hoping to do for since the beginning, uh, I'm going to probably do a podcast and talk about it. Maybe like a more of a sit down discussion review, kind of like a kind of funny review where they, where they talk about the game rather than put together a really well edited video. But who knows? I really enjoy doing that as well, so I might. But it's gonna be—it might be a little late, because there's no way I'm beating a 40-hour story, 70-hour um, if you want to get everything, and then replay the game uh, on the on the harder difficulties. There's no way I'm getting a review out. Uh, let's see. Are you hoping we get Final Fantasy 16 DLC? Drumjod says. You know, I'm a big fan of supporting the game after launch because I want 16 to continue to be in fresh on people's minds, especially coming around November when the when the game awards are coming up. Um, so I would really like to see uh, some some DLC. I would like to see if the DLC was more of like uh, a Rete Stone DLC. So like throw in a super boss. Like, even if it was just, like, supporting the game with these crazy-ass super boss fights, that would be amazing. Uh, that's the DLC I would like to see. When it comes to story DLC, I don't think we're going to get story DLC because they have talked several times about this being a complete package. Like, this is the entire story in one game. You don't need any other content to enjoy the story fully. Um... So I, I think it'll have a beginning and an end, and I don't think there will be a need for DLC afterwards, unless the DLC is to kind of flesh out something else. Like maybe we go explore a different side of the world that we weren't able to before, or open up different areas that weren't able to. But that would have to be something along the lines, like the content would have to actually matter to people. Um, I mean, it would matter to us, but I don't know. I like the Arete Stone Challenge. I think that would be cool. Uh, maybe even fighting the icon. Like, well, who, I don't know. Like in the Arete Stone, maybe put us like do a Final Fantasy VII remake thing where they put Bahamut and Ifrit. <laughs> give, give us two icons to fight at the same exact time. <laughs> As Clive. 
<laughs> that would be cool. Um, but it ha- like in the arete. So it's outside of the story. It's in its own little thing. It's not story related. It's just a cool challenge. I would love that. Um, uh, <laughs> after most people, Skytron says, after most people have finished 16, Final Fantasy 14 will experience another wave of hype. Mark my words. <laughs> I will tell you right now, Skytron, we didn't meet the goal. We didn't meet the goal on the uh, on the goal bar, but I am considering going back and uh, playing Final Fantasy XIV to finish out Endwalker. I feel like I owe that to myself. I owe that to myself. Uh, I've, I've gotten that far. I need to see it through. So I probably will go back to Endwalker and start that up, finish it. May- maybe stream it. I don't know. I don't know. Seems it depends on on the on the demand. If people are like, "Do you have to stream that game?" Then I I might. Uh, I'm in the. What server am I? Ah man, I don't know what server I am. Uh, but yeah, like it would be cool to if anybody wanted to jump in and help out or just like show me the ropes with the raids and stuff. That'd be cool. Because there's there's so much content in 14 that I haven't gotten a hold of. So the MMO aspect of the story is really not clicking with me. Um, like it never vibed with me. I never liked the pacing of it. Uh, but there's so much other content, like the PVP. Like I really, I think the PVP would be a lot of fun. So I do want to jump into that. I want to jump into the raids, like the big, the big raids and everything. So yeah, I might, I might jump into that wave. I might surf that wave of hype. You know what I mean? Surf that wave of hype. Uh, oh man thank you um thank you skytron I, I i try not to be too hard on myself man that that's how it is man i'm the warrior of hype but i tell you i'm i'm the warrior of hype when i'm feeding on the energy right uh but when i'm when I'm by myself i'm just like everybody else man i get in my own head i get in my own head sometimes uh so i try not to uh let's see Mm-hmm. What else you guys got for me? A boss rush mode. Yeah. A horde mode. <laughs> Surviving waves of enemies. That would be fun. Did they say they were going to do that or no? Like, I can't remember what they said. They said they were going to do something that like restricts you to one iconic ability and then just see how long you can go. I, I can't remember, but it's almost like a boss rush mode or like a, or a horde mode. Um, glad I'm not the only one who wasn't entirely feeling the pacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14 was really, really hard for me, Drumjad. Um, I mean, I, I respect that game so much. I respect it so much. I love the story when the story's happening. Uh, but it was so hard to get to the next story beat. I'm like, I just want to, I just want to experience the story because it's so well written. It really is so well written. Um, that's why I'm so excited about 16, right? Because you'll get that story on a white knuckle roller coaster of pacing, and that's what I want. That's what makes me excited. Imagine if Heaven's Word was a white knuckle roller coaster rather than an MMO. That's all I'm saying, dude. Heaven's Word would be one of the best Final Fantasies of all time for me. Uh, Shadowbringers would be one of the best Final Fantasies of all time for me if it was on a white knuckle roller coaster, but it wasn't. 
Uh, I'd love it. I'd love it so much if they like. Hey, we're doing Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, single player mode. You know what I mean? Like, or I know, I know, I know it can be played in single player mode. But I'm like, if it was doing story mode, right? Final Fantasy fourteen, and just gives us this like full fledged Final Fantasy. That would be insane. I would love that. Um. Oh yeah, bringing in new fans through the series, Drumjod. I agree, man. I think sixteen is 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 going to be a moment. It's going to be a moment. I'm, we're on we're on the precipice of of a moment right now. Is what I'm trying to say. Like freaking Final Fantasy sixteen. It's 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 going to do like, and I wasn't there for. I mean, I wasn't like. There was no social media. There was no internet at the time of Final Fantasy seven. Um, the only thing that I was able to do is maybe like speak to somebody who was there at the time. Like what was the conversation? What was the buzz when final fantasy seven was on its way out? You know, about to come out. And I, I, I went back and I read old magazines, uh, about previews with final fantasy seven. And you could just sense that it was at this, it was something revolutionary, right? And I'm starting to get that with 16. I know it took all the way up until about June to get there. I mean, I, for, for a lot of people, for me, I've been on this freaking train for a long time since, you know, uh, I don't know, two or two years, three years since it was announced. Uh, I've been on this train. I knew it was going to be great, but to see so many people start to like ask questions, what is final fantasy? What, what, what is this game? Like it's 16. I need to get into this game. This is amazing. I mean, yeah, gamers are an intelligent group of people. I, I I say I don't think they need everything spelled out for them. But like them asking questions, finding out that sixteen is like, oh okay, it's a standalone hit. I don't need to play the rest of the fifteen games. I can just jump in, and like they're learning about that. Everybody has to learn at some point. So never bash somebody for asking that question. Um, everybody learns it at some point, and then now they have they've learned. Oh, Final Fantasy sixteen standalone. Okay, I'm just gonna jump in with sixteen. And then after they're done playing 16, they go, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to play 15 now. I'm going to go back and play seven remake. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think, I think it really is going to bring in a whole new group of people. And I think remake is actually going to benefit. I think remake is going to benefit. Uh, 16 is going to bring in new people that were like, eh, I ain't worried about a remake of Final Fantasies. I'm, I'm, you know, it's not my thing. And then they're going to discover 16, go back and try Remake, since that is the other, that's the other hotness going on. And I think Remake can only benefit. Um, so, yeah. And the the, the scenario, see, like, I, I, I turned the tables. I turned the tables. A lot of people thought Rebirth, and, and that ex, that hype was going to benefit 16. I think 16's benefiting. It's, it's a give and take. Give and take, baby. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Do do do. What we got? I know you can go 100. You can't go at 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you talking about? Oh, okay, okay. Skytron. Yeah, like, and I totally respect that about um the the MMO aspect of Final Fantasy 14. I was talking to Crane and um in. And, uh, and I just, and Tigress, I was talking to Tigress as well, and I, I got that, right? They're big fans of MMO, and that's, 
I went into this game to into Final Fantasy fourteen knowing what I was getting into. So I wasn't like hypercritical of it. I just I knew that this was gonna be a really hard thing for me to get into. Um, and it turned out it was. So that's why I never really you know, I never really talked about it because it's it wasn't my place, right? Like it's like like it, this is an MMO. I, I knew what I was getting into. Uh, so I, I respect that about fourteen and like the slower moments are what highlights the the greater moments. I respect that. It was just for me. It was just really hard to get to those moments. Got here late. Did you get the chance to try Ever Crisis? No way, bro. Thank you so much for being here. No way. Um, for, yeah, actually, first person to ask me about Ever Crisis. Yeah, yeah, I did get to try Ever Crisis. So I um I got my hands on the game. The person who helped me, super nice person, man. She answered all of my questions. I wish I would have gotten the names. I wish I was better with names. Um, but yeah, like she was really, really nice and helpful. Uh, I asked a lot of different questions. I can give you my hands-on impressions of, 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 uh, Ever Crisis. Uh, I'll probably make a video about it, but, um, yeah, I don't even have my notes. I'll probably make a video about it. Cause I do want to show them that I, I made content on it. Uh, but yeah, like, Hmm. In short, I asked the person a lot of questions and I don't know if like you were supposed to, but I, I kind of, you know, I got down. I was like, so what's the content rollout of this game? Um, and she was like, well, uh, it's going to go into beta. And once it's out of beta, final fantasy seven, the original game will be at launch. I thought the entirety of final fantasy seven at launch of ever crisis was something that I thought was really cool. I was like, whoa, okay, cool. I said, what about Advent Children? That's a, you know, it's a film. How's that going to translate? It seems like you're doing the same style of gameplay for everything in the compilation. What about Advent Children? How's that going to work? And she was like, actually, I don't know, but that would be really cool to do some of those fights. And I was like, I know, right? Uh, so there was no answer for that one. There's a lot of like answers that were not answers, um, which, which is understandable. But like I did ask them directly, what's the monetization of this game? You know what I mean? Are we talking? Are we talking first soldier? You know? Are we talking about where we get, uh, you know, a zero point two percent chance of getting the things we actually want, or are we doing it uh, by them individually? Something that I thought was really important to ask. No answer on that as well. So there was like a lot of, a lot of answers that were not answers. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, like there was a lot of other things I asked, uh, the, the gameplay itself, when it came to the gameplay itself, um, mm, I'm, I'm still not sold. I'll be completely honest with you guys. So the first thing I noticed that was surprising was that you don't get to control the attacks. So when you, when you start the game or start into a battle, uh, Cloud was automatically striking. They were automatically kind of going back and forth with the strikes, and I wasn't even touching anything. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just waiting for my ATB to load up and then do a move that I want to do. Very much like... It gave me like Final Fantasy thirteen uh, vibes where you just wait for your ATB to load up and then you just... You, you input your command. Uh, and they were just kind of... A, they were just kind of attacking on their own. Uh, so that was kind of weird. Um, it felt very mobile in a way and maybe it will be exciting when you get into the more tougher fights where you just like you feel like you're on edge with with, with 
building up like Dissidia Opry Omnia style a little bit as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a mobile game. I think that was the the thing that really like I was like, right, right. It's a mobile. It's mobile game. I get it. I get it. It's made to be bite sized It's made to be, um, you know, take this on the go, play a little bit, and turn it off. Uh, but the exploration was cool to see the the recreated zone uh, areas with uh, this like chibi art style. I did like that. Uh, you know, it's what we've seen in the trailers and stuff. Um, and the battles becoming like remake style was really cool. Um, oh, another thing when the, when you have a part when you have a party in Ever Crisis, didn't like it uh, to be honest with you. So Barrett was in my party. But I could not control Barrett's moves, so Barrett will show up in the in above Cloud's name or whoever is the party leader show up above them, and you can only execute a limit break with them. You cannot tell them what to do. You can't swap swap over to them. It's just one person. Uh, and I I was like, oh no, okay, okay. So it's just kind of wrapping my head around what the game was, and I think. If I had more time with the game, I would be able to give a better hands-on impression with that stuff. But like, that's the general—that's my general thoughts of it. Um, and I really do want to kind of compile my thoughts in a much better hands-on impression video for you guys. Um, especially after 16 is out, I'll be able to focus on seven a lot more. But yeah, like just kind of uh, the battle was very mobile. I would say it was a very much a mobile game. Uh, yeah, the monetization was the number one question I wanted to ask. I was like, if I want that super amazing Aerith outfit, is it going to be something that I'm going to have to just hope that I get? Roll the dice and just hope? Or is it going to be something I can just buy? And will it be a reasonable price? Uh, those are... Those are things that I concern me, and I'm not a mobile gamer, so that so maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm not the audience, right? Um, but it, I am a Final Fantasy VII fanatic. I love Final Fantasies, uh, so I imagine people who love Final Fantasy VII are not mobile gamers are going to play this game and then maybe go, "What the heck?" Like if that if that is the case, like just much like First Soldier, where like mobile gamers. Uh, a lot of not, a lot of non-mobile gamers started to play First Soldier because it's Final Fantasy VII and it's a battle royale. But then you get hit with this like these microtransactions and uh, the the monetization, the, the predatory monetization. If I to be completely honest with you, when it comes to First Soldier, that was very very disappointing. So it will uh, definitely come down to that for Ever Crisis for me. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't say it would be. It's not going to be the be all end all because Ever Crisis is coming complete with Final Fantasy VII Original in its entirety, and that that alone is enough to download the game if you have no intention on buying a single thing. That alone is worth it to me. I'm really excited about that. Uh, and then, of course, it looks like they've already kind of got started on um, Crisis Core, and then the Sephiroth. Uh, prequel story uh, so yeah I mean like it's it's going to be interesting and that's all going to be free updates right the only thing that they're charging uh, monetization for are cosmetics so that, that was that was one thing that they made sure that they pointed out to me was that the cosmetics are going to be the only thing that is going to be monetized 
yeah. So yeah, I mean that that was uh that, that was um that was my impressions on on Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. I guess I I guess that's that's really all there is to it. Uh, I then then I was pulled away because I had the option to play Final Fantasy sixteen behind closed doors, and I was like, I'll be right back. I gotta go, and then I never came back because I was playing sixteen all night. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it is just cosmetics. She was very, very, uh, clear about that. So I do like that. Um, first soldier was also just cosmetics. So, um, like if you're going to give me such an incredible outfit that I will never be able to get my hands on because it's in a 0.02% chance role. Uh, I mean, that's not exciting to me at all. Like I'm not a gotcha gamer, so I may not be the target audience. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I, it's just not for me. I do not like the fact that uh, in, in Crisis Core, there was like a, a Genova outfit. But if you wanted that Genova outfit, you had to buy the Battle Pass and play that game for hundreds of hours just to get... I mean, like that was a lot to ask somebody to get to that Battle Pass. I personally would have loved to seen that Battle Pass kind of transfer over. Like, hey, you bought the Battle Pass, you're still working towards it. You know what I mean? It's not just ended and you, you if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. I would have loved to see those things become available uh, later on um, or or whatever, but I think, I hope that First Soldier was a learning experience about how to do this stuff uh, you know, respectfully and properly that maybe they go ahead and, and, and you know, they learn from that, but uh, it is a completely different team working on it as well, right? I mean, like Square Enix is the you know, behind it but they have development teams working on it so uh let's see just put it out on the switch or something yeah are we talking about uh either one really either one i don't care what we're talking about first soldier or ever crisis that game it's a mobile game you'll 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 get the feeling of it when you actually start to get to play it you will understand like oh this is very much a mobile game uh but I'd still really love to play it on Switch or Steam Steam Deck. You know, give me like, even shoot. I'd love to play it on my you know my PlayStation and Xbox. You know, I just want to. Mobile games are interesting that they're trying to tap into that market, but everybody wants it to be on like make it more available to everybody, no, to to people who love console. Because it, I mean, it is available to everybody. Everybody has a phone. Uh, I I would just recommend downloading the game when it comes out. Because it's free, and it comes with the entirety of Final Fantasy VII. That sold me right. I mean, and that's the funny. I even told that person, I was like, I'm sold. And then, wait, wait a second. It's free. I don't need to. I'm not buying anything. I'm just going to play it. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, it's that's awesome. I think the beta will not come with the entire game, though. The beta comes out next month. So just keep that in mind. The beta may not come with all of Final Fantasy VII. But when it goes out of beta, it will. Uh, let's see. Yeah, man, I, I, I do. I just want to be open and honest with you guys. That's very important to me. And like, especially with, with 16. Uh, thank you. No way. Um, when it comes to final fantasy 16, I do my review. I'm going to be open and honest about that as well. You know? Um, but I don't, <laughs> I don't see myself not liking that game. Uh, so I'm, I'm just taking questions right now. So if you guys, uh, if you have any questions, I will, I will definitely get to them. So I'll give it a try for sure. Is it subscription based? 
Not from what I... That's a really good question, MCP. I should have asked that. I don't think so. I don't think... It's not subscription-based because you can download it and play it for free. Um, and, and you can do all that. I don't know if it's going to have, like, a Battle Pass or, or uh, uh, whatever, Shinra Pass. That is something I have to look into a little bit more. But uh, it's not subscription-based because it's free. You can download it uh, and play and enjoy it. I surprisingly did enjoy Final Fantasy's Record Keeper. Yep, Record Keeper was cool. I love Dissidia Opry Omnia. The weapons won't be monetized. If, if it is, it will be um, cosmetic weapons from what, I'm, uh, from what I got from the person I talked to. Um, she could play pretty far without having to pay anything. Wait, are we talking about... Uh, Skytron, are we talking about Ever Crisis? You say it is subscription-based, but you can uh, play pretty far without having to pay anything without a time restriction up to level 60. Oh, wait. Ha-ha. <laughs> ha That's Final Fantasy XIV. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, my bad. If it's just cosmetics, uh, that's better, yes. Um, <laughs> hey, seven deadly streamers. What's up, man? Thank you for being here. Uh, if you have any questions about Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch event, LA, anything like that, Summer Game Fest, fire them away. I'm gonna do the best, do my best to answer them. Anybody watching right now, give me, give me some questions. Um, I think both games could do much better on console, PC. I agree. I signed up for Ever Crisis. Awesome. Man, I enjoyed uh, First Soldier as well, Seven uh, Seven Deadly Streamers. I, I really like it. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. I saw it's still on my phone, and I'm just like, I miss that. I miss you. I miss you. Kind of want to play it. Uh, what could have been, right, guys? What could have been if they just wouldn't give us a 0.2% chance of getting things that we want? Uh, do you think Vincent or Red 13... Wait, do you think Vincent will be Red 13 in Re Rebirth? Great question, Block Sheep. Great question. Uh, because I do. I do think he will be. Ah, oh, man. Um, that might not be what everybody wants to hear. I kind of do, in a way. Actually, I kind of think... Um, I almost want to say Sid, but that... I don't know. I and mean, they're giving us Red 13. They're giving us uh, Yuffie, which we've played as Yuffie, but we haven't played as a party with Yuffie. So those are our kind of our new characters. Sid does come in at Rocket Town. And if I'm saying that I really do think the game is going to end at the Icicle Inn, I mean, right after Rocket Town, I guess there is a good amount of story. So I'll say Sid will be in there. But they're giving us, uh, you know, Kate Sith, Catchy. They're giving us Catchy as well. I don't know if they want to overload the player with new characters, right? Uh, I look at... Hmm, that's, it. that's a good question. Let me tell you my thought process. I'll tell you my thought process. With, Red, uh, with, with Vincent, I really do think Vincent is going to get his own game. Uh, like an in, in, in intermission. Just like Yuffie got an intermission. And uh, I think that Vincent will be... Uh, the whole purpose of intermission will have Vincent as the main character to kind of tie up loose ends with deep ground. Um, funny enough, me, you know, Crane and I were having this conversation 
I'm on the the side of things where I do believe that remake trilogy is trying to sum up the entire compilation into one package, and by the end of part three, we get a definitive conclusion, and nothing else happens after that, uh, like including Avent Children, including uh, Dirge of Cerberus. I think at the end of part three, it's going to be a definitive ending. So in order to do that, we introduced Deep Ground with Yuffie and the Intermission DLC. And now Vincent is going to tie it up in the Intermission DLC between part two and part three, uh, between Rebirth and part three. And I think that is just kind of poetic in a way because Yuffie was an optional character. Vincent was an optional character. And, it kind of, and they both have ties to deep ground through dirge of cerberus uh and i, I just kind of think they'll introduce vincent through an intermission that's my opinion uh and yeah so will he be red 13 like by the by that mean by that meaning he's not playable he's ai controlled i would almost i don't know i don't know i'm not saying he won't you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it won't happen. I just think that's where I think we're going with it. Um, I mean, just think about it. You got Keshi, you got uh, uh, Vincent, you got Sid. Uh, three brand new characters to introduce into a com into Yuffie and Red 13, which are going to be brand new characters to play as a party. That's a lot of new characters to play in Rebirth, and you're not saving anything for, for Part 3. That's my, that's my, my thought process on it. But I could be wrong, and I hope I am. I mean, I look at the logo of Rebirth, and I see, I see red, and I'm like, well, if you want to tie in with the theme, I mean, Vincent. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Somebody's gonna get red thirteened, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. More questions. Uh, random, but I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, official Crane for Crane is in the house who were your favorite people to hang out listening to uh, airplanes land on your <laughs> i've already brought that up crane i've already talked about it man I, I was i was i was excited to tell that story about how um you know you actually hit us up and wanted to hang out with us and even though we had a flight to catch in the morning we were just like we can't pass this opportunity up and i told everybody i was I said, you know, one of my favorite, me and Vinny, like we talked about it on the way home. It's like, wow, um, that was hanging out with, with Crane and Tigers was really cool. It was like hanging out with friends. And that's what, that was basically how, how we described it on the way home. Like we were still talking about it. It's like, man, that was, that was really cool hanging out with those, with those people. So with those guys. Uh, so thank you so much for hitting us up, Crane. Uh, let's see, Black Sheep. Um, would you think they're going to hold somebody back? Yeah, that was basically what I was getting at. I kind of feel like a character is going to be head, held back like Red 13, where it's maybe an AI controlled. And save one or two characters for Rebirth. Or uh, for Part 3. That, I don't know. Like I said, throwing a lot at us, so maybe they would want to... Because you still have Cloud, Barrett, Aerith, Tifa. You still have those characters to mess around, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, and it would be really cool if they, they save Sid, if they save Sid as an AI-controlled character, because then you would get to play as Sid, uh, when Cloud is in a coma, if he still goes into the coma in, in part three, right? 
Sid would be kind of the, the main character for a little while. Uh, I don't know. So let's see. Are you streaming the Final Fantasy 16 demo, Dark Lord present? Dark Lord. Uh, I had thought about streaming the Final Fantasy 16 demo. I didn't... I always kind of... I always get this, like, weird feeling that nobody would be interested <laughs> in watching me play. Uh, I gotta stop doing that. Um, but here I am talking to you guys, and you, you guys are interested in me just talking, so I really appreciate that, guys. I really appreciate you. Uh, I, I might. I might stream the 16 demo. Uh, I've already gotten my... Like, you know, I've already seen it, so it's not like my first impressions or anything on it. Uh, I may stream a replay of Final Fantasy 16. Final Fantasy, to me, is a very personal experience. Um, so I'm kind of like, uh, I kind of want to enjoy that in a dark room, you know, just by myself and, and re really allow myself to feel. Uh, so... I don't know. I had really thought about, do I stream 16? Do I not stream 16? Um, but I don't know. It's a very personal experience for me. Uh, so, let's see. How amazing would it be if they showed Spira from Final Fantasy X in the observatory as an Easter egg? I was looking for it, Skytron! I was. I was. <laughs> That's funny. I was, like, looking at each planet, like... I know Supernova goes through all these. I see the ringed planet that looks like Saturn and all that other stuff. And I was like, but is there a Final Fantasy X reference? But of course, that could be a different dimension. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I subscribe to the theory, though, Skytron. I wrote an entire script about it. I've got a lot to say when it comes to Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy VII being connected. <laughs> what do you think Yuffie saw that freaked her out? Do you think the purple smoke reminded her of Nero? Ooh. Or did she see Cloud? Oh, she steal Cloud's materia. <laughs> yeah, what a moment to steal uh, his materia. Oh, no. Okay, you deal with that creepy thing. I'm just getting out of here. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a great observation, MCP. I didn't, like, I didn't think about the purple smoke, like, bringing back memories of Nero. That's cool. I like that, MCP. No, I just think she was, I mean, she's she just kind of fits her character, right? I mean, she was already cargo, uh, on the cargo ship, she gets boat sick, right? Um, so she's already kind of feeling, feeling that, that, and she's, it just seems like her character to kind of, like, get her away from me! And also, they probably needed a reason just to have three people in the party, rather than, you know, <laughs> hey, let's get Yuffie out of there so we can just have three people in this party. Uh, which I feel like they're gonna have to do a lot in the game a story explanation of why you only have a party of three. Although I did notice Aerith and Tifa standing in the distance there when we're battling with three and they weren't in the party. I, I pointed that out in the be breakdown video. I'm very, very, very curious of how they handle that. Are we swapping characters like in Final Fantasy X? What's going on? Uh, very curious. What did you do? Yeah, Crane, man. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Uh, Mickey told me that John Eric Bentley has seen the Floor 67 project and loved it. Oh, cool. Awesome, awesome. Anytime, always fun to hang out here, Drumjot. Thank you very much. Moogle Mastery says, Were you able to nab the collector's edition of Final Fantasy 16? No. 
No, I wasn't. And it pains me. It pains me deeply. Um, I, I had to, I had to get the, the LA trip, the LA trip really, uh, um, I, that put a, that put a hurting on me. <laughs> I put a hurting on me. Uh, so I, I just didn't have the, I didn't have it in me or my bank <laughs> to get that collector's edition. I really, really wanted it, man. And, and it, it sucks that I have to, uh, I have to miss out, but I got, I got these incredible experiences in LA. So yeah, I mean, so priorities, I respect that. Yeah. Thank you. No way. Um, it does pain me though, that I'm never, I'm not going to have those, that amazing statue. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, Moogle mastery, do an unboxing video. Yes. That's awesome. Definitely do that. I would have definitely planned on an un unboxing video as well. If I, if I would have gotten one, I want to, I want to I want to make unboxing videos. I do. I do. I might just kind of start doing them for no reason at all. <laughs> that's, that's the thing about final fan TV. We got, we got no general direction of things you can expect from us. Just hype. That's all you expect from final fan TV. Just expect hype. If anything I can do, that's, that's hype. And it's final fantasy related. I want to bring that to you. They might actually. The rumors are true about ten. Yeah, the collector's edition sell out. No, I, I, I don't know. Did I think it went back on sale for a little while? The collector's edition. Um, it might be available. Good, but I hope they don't rush you potentially. Yeah, ten remake would be incredible. Uh, or outsource it. Better finish the seven remake trilogy first. I think I read something that was it Katase or was it um, Kazushige Nojima that wanted to do a Final Fantasy X after remake. Somebody wanted to do ten. Somebody said ten three script was done. Let me tell you what: if there was anything that needed whispers, I would love it if ten two had some whispers. <laughs> Get that out of here, man. I'm sorry. I love 10 with all of my heart. 10 2, not so much. I, I wish we could just. Um, I don't know. But what I would love out of the 10 3, here's what I, why I think a 10 3 would be incredible. You give us. Um, because Final Fantasy 10 was about like the sins of our father, right? The, um, the burdens that the kid carries, the. the the child carries because of the father and all this other stuff you put titus titus in the father role in final fantasy 10 3 i'm just saying man it's been long enough it's been you give us a grizzled older titus and and yuna as a father and a mother and them wrestling with them like with that with being parents uh, we all know that Waka and Lulu have a kid, so base maybe that maybe the party is the children, kind of like a Final Fantasy IV type thing, where the the party you know the the children are kind of the new party members. Um, I don't know, man. I think that would just be so cool, giving us an older, uh, grizzled Titus and Yuna, and, and and them trying to be a uh, trying to be parents. That would be super cool, especially with their with their legacy of their parents. Um, really cool. I, I like the idea. I like the idea of that. 
I think it would be super cool. And but but go back to a a much more serious tone. I I, I if, if they're gonna do a Final Fantasy X three, go back to a Final Fantasy X tone. I do not want Final Fantasy X two's tone. Uh, not at all. Like if they're gonna do Final Fantasy X two type like j joking and it's a it's just a joke. I I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, so yeah, I think it could be either incredible or it could be like what. Uh, so yeah. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Lulu, <laughs> love me some Lulu. Okay, I was more of a Yuna guy, you know. I like I like the I like the sweet girls. That's just me. I like sweet. I was more of a Yuna kind of kid, you know, growing up. Uh, let's see completely redo uh yeah start fresh Re final fantasy 10 remake i like it <laughs> ah moogle mastery knows what's up you know what's up uh all right so wasn't feeling see like not very many people feel was feeling the 10 to you know I, I i like listen i agree girl power stuff was awesome right it's just got to be done right I thought it was almost like, I don't know, it just wasn't done right. Yuna was one is actually probably my favorite character in Final Fantasy X. I uh I, I think she had such a weight to her, like her character. I could I could do a whole entire podcast about Yuna, man. Like her character goes through some really really hard like hardships. And it is, and she's got this burden that she has to carry with her. I love Yuna and Ten. I, and I get where they were kind of going with it with Ten too. It's where like, after you experience a, a, a tragedy, you know, people handle that loss in different ways, and like, um, just, I don't know. I thought it kind of just completely uh, negated Final Fantasy Ten, uh, like. Especially if you play Final Fantasy X all the way through, and then you jump right into X2, you're just like, come on. Like, X ends with this heart-wrenching, deep, drum, uh, dramatic, uh, just a, a great moment. And then X2 opens up with, you know, like, I was like, okay, all right, hold on now. Uh, some banger tracks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, a lot of people really like X2's uh, gameplay. I preferred the... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I prefer the turn-based. Okay. <laughs> Somehow, someone thought Tomb Raider-style Yuna would be a great idea. <laughs> I remember seeing Yuna with guns. That was interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, a 10-3 would be, would be really cool. Uh, man, I love hanging out with you guys, man. I've been talking to you guys for like t two hours. I was planning on just going live for about an hour. Um, I kind of have the I kind of have this place to myself right now, and I'm just like, I was bored out of my mind, you know. So like, what can I do? So this is really cool, guys. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, any like yeah, keep them coming. What style of combat do you prefer, remake or sixteen? Ooh, ooh, no way. No way! Whew. Asking a hard question here, man. Um, remake has the best combat system of all time. 
I mean, Remi Remake has the best uh, combat system of all time. Oof. Uh, but then again, then again, I haven't played all of 16. So maybe when we get to the later parts of 16, I might be like, this is way too much fun. But I'll tell you right now, with Remake, uh, I would turn that game... I've done every single possible thing you could do in Remake. There's nothing left for me to do in Remake. I've explored every corner of the map. I've ex I've literally made videos where I just broke the camera and looked around. Everything you can do in Remake. And I would still turn that game on just to get into a battle. Like, I don't care what battle it is. I just want to get into a battle because I love that combat so much um so yeah it's got to be remake to, for me man i can see how 16 i'll start to but then again this is just the demo uh, and there's a plethora of uh, iconic abilities i haven't discovered yet but i can see i'm gonna like kind of fall into this rhythm right that fits for me uh maybe i won't but with remake uh it was just i loved it it always felt felt great to be in battle um i think if final fantasy 17 uh i would i would love to see final fantasy 17 spearheaded by uh cpu 3 again so that way they can just iterate upon what they created with 16 and just keep the ball rolling i think that is the most important thing they have momentum right now um and just keep that momentum going. After 15, I understand that 15 was kind of divisive in a way. Like, for me, I freaking love it. 15 is one of my favorite video games of all time. Top three, Final Fantasy. But I get where it was, like, divisive, right? 16 seems to be on this roll of, like, moving the franchise. This is the direction the franchise is going. Keep the ball rolling. Let's get a 17 out uh, within five years. I, that's like just iterate upon like we used to do back in the ps1 era you just iterate upon it evolve it a little bit but keep it you know you got the same formula it's working for you let's keep moving uh i i want to see that 17 kind of have a quick turnaround um and if not uh i mean because we have rebirth kind of continuing on with the remake style battle system and then of course um you know, part three is going to have that battle system. So they got that covered, but I would love to see the future of the franchise kind of marry the two. Uh, I, I mean, like, like, I mean, either that or re remake is just perfect in the way it is. So just continue that or continue with the 16 style, but either way, let's get the next one out. Um, yeah, I mean, I love both of them, man. I love both of them. Uh, Final Fantasy IX was the was the last love letter of the OG Final Fantasy games, so it's fitting if it is remade to be turn based, in my opinion. Oh, we're talking about remakes of Final Fantasy. Um, hmm. Well, I mean, the strongest rumor right now is Final Fantasy IX, right? Like that 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 is so strongly rumored, and from the Nvidia leak and just being a strong rumor that it is happening, it's it's on its way. I, I would ha I would have to say yeah I guess nine is coming, uh, for me, it's weird what they're doing like jumping around like that seven remake nine remake, uh, now a, a rumored ten remake, uh, yeah so they kind of skipped eight you know, I I love eight, 
if any Final Fantasy would have benefited from this from the style that remake is going like to kind of change the story up a little bit or change the story and and all that stuff. I would have loved the eight to do that. I guess because I'm not as attached to that story, but I think it would have fit really well, especially with time compression and all that other stuff that that eight has going on. I think that could be an amazing remake. Uh, and Squall is such a beloved Final Fantasy character. Uh, so for me, if you asked me what Final Fantasy needs the remake, I say Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> I think Final Fantasy VI needs that remake, and not just a pixel remat, like not a not not an HD two D, but like give Final Fantasy VI the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment. Give it, give it the full, but don't change the story at all. Like give us because a lot of people don't experience that story just because it's such a retro game and that story needs to be experienced by as many people as possible so i would love final fantasy 6 to get remade uh hd 2d remasters are cool and everything like but i just i would rather see it remade uh let's see Block Sheep agrees, and so does MCP. Yeah, man, six definitely needs it. Uh, wait, what now? Uh, I hope Final Fan if Final Fantasy Nine is being remade, they use the official artwork of Vivi. If you haven't seen it, it looks badass. I have, I don't think I have. Are we talking about like official artwork from back in the day? Uh, like where he's like got the fire going on. It's like from top down looking at him. Or are we talking about like something new that I'm missing? <laughs> the Memorial Project uh, is doing a fantastic job of that as well. I think I think they've done such a fantastic job of matching the style of it as well, like like building the uh, the remake in Unreal Engine using that kind of uh, uh, fantasy structures where it's like where like the the wooden platform like is bowing a little bit and like it's not perfectly straight lines it's all like kind of curvy and stuff yeah the old school style art yes man can you imagine that game remade i think it would just be so i mean like we can't we don't have to imagine it because memoria project has done a great job of showing us what that could be what could what that could be like um i think every final fantasy needs to be like just give people need to experience these stories and they're missing out they're missing out because it's Final Fantasy VI. It's a retro game. People they don't want to go back and do that. It's turn-based. People don't want to do that. Um, I think they need to be remade, man. Although, if Final Fantasy X gets remade, I kind of, I don't know. I kind of, I would like to see uh, Final Fantasy X be turn-based. Um, in a way, in a weird run way. Final Fantasy X has such a cool battle system. I love it. Very strategic. And I, I imagine that would be an easier remake to put out. Another thing would be a fantastic thing, I gotta throw this out there, if Final Fantasy XIII got a remakester in the same same like vein as uh, uh, of Crisis Core Reunion. I think that would be cool. Um, let's see, let's see. I was amazed at how they surpassed Remake's combat with Intermission. Hyped to see how they evolve it further. Hmm. That's awesome that you really like that, uh, Drumjod. For me, I was, uh, I, I liked Remake's combat 
better than intermission first i mean because you were able to swap between characters you know like with with yuffie you weren't able to swap over to sonun you just you just can you got to synergize with them but i like the swapping a lot so remakes combat was better for me um six nailed it with remake yes don't think 10 needs a remake yeah I, I i kind of agree with you block sheep i mean 10 is 10 is a fantastic game man like only reason why i would want to see it remake is just to see it look beautiful but i don't know and they, they might be able to expand the world a little bit where it's not so linear because that is the most linear final fantasy more linear than 13 people 13 gets a bad rep but 10 is more linear than than 13 um but yeah I'd be happy with an 8 remake, too. It's not one of my favorites. I think they could fix some things. Yeah, me too. I think they could fix some original issues there. Um, I think 6 remake is rather unlikely because it's the last game that was done before they split Squaresoft into different teams. Uh, could be wrong, though. Yeah, so Final Fantasy X was, was a Squaresoft game as well. Um, Final Fantasy X was a Squaresoft game. Uh, yeah, so, so Final Fantasy X was Squaresoft, but Final Fantasy, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So six was the last, no, six was Sakaguchi's, like, favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, maybe that's what you're thinking of? Um, that was, oh, wait, no, that was the last game they split from Nintendo. That was the last one they split from Nintendo. They, they, they separated from Nintendo there. Uh, so th it was a big moment, right? Um, with a 6 remake I would want Mistwalker involved I would want Mistwalker involved I would want Sakaguchi on the team uh, so and I don't know if he would be interested in doing that but I mean he's, he sure does love 6 I don't know if he would want a chance to revisit he's not a he's not really that's not his thing to revisit uh, the worlds he's already done so uh, 13 was decent it's just so effing long yeah, MCP, I got you. I feel you, man. It, it, it was definitely a pacing issue with 13, but the story concept was super good. I, I really like the world they built with 13. They just... Ah, they could execute it a little bit better. Um, the lack of character swapping was a downside. The new aerial moves... Yeah, see, like, they fixed the aerials and stuff like that with, with intermission. So, like, the combat... Solo combat was fun. Now you combine that with remake and you bring that into it the more fluidity uh of, of aerial combat you bring in the synergy uh which we have team up attacks and things like that anybody have any idea of what those five blue bars are i asked that in my uh in my video the five blue bars underneath of the atb bar have no idea i feel like it's tied to team attacks though uh let's see um they fixed the aerial com yep yep Was able to switch to Sonon. Yeah, not being able to switch to Sonon. Eh, I didn't like that too much. That's why I don't think Synergy is going to be in Remake. I think you're going to be able to do these team-ups and stuff, but not synergize with them, like fight back-to-back -back with them. I think they're just going to kind of fight with you. To be honest with you, I will be honest with you, like, Intermissions Combat didn't click with me as much as Remake's clicked with me. So, yeah, uh, that that is interesting. 
Um, they split Squaresoft into different teams after. Oh, I'm sorry, Skytron. I'm uh, for some reason I thought you meant like after Squaresoft split and and then like became Square Enix. I'm sorry. You're right. Squaretron, Sky, Skytron knows what he's talking about. The icon, Skytron. I love introducing you as that. Sakiguchi said Final Fantasy in, in an interview. Final Fantasy IX was his favorite. Yes. So six was one of his favorite. Final Fantasy IX is his favorite. Yep. Uh, Kefka is definitely up there with Sephiroth in terms of great villains. Yes, he is. Uh, man, I would. Final Fantasy VI would be rated M. Just saying. People got people got all upset when sixteen was rated M. Final Fantasy VI is a rated M game, guys. Final Fantasy VI has some very very uh, serious subject matter and moments and scenes. That would be hard to pull off with a teen rating, I'd say. So, uh, I would love to see Final Fantasy VI rated M. Especially if 16 is super successful. Then it would be an excuse to say, yeah, this will uh, this will work. And really make Kefka terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, he was already terrifying. But man, imagine if he could just go full Joker. Um... I mean, he he did go full Joker. It was just pixels. You know what I mean? Imagine if he if it was if it was modernized uh, through Katase. Although Katase said five is one he'd like to remake. See, people, there's interest in within Square Enix to remake Final Fantasies, and I'm all for it, man. I'm I'm all for experiencing these games in a new light, and these stories need to be retold and, and experienced for the first time. By many many people who haven't already uh shows that final fantasy 7 was one team final fantasy 9 was another and final fantasy 6 was the last uh final fantasy 6 where everybody worked on it from square yeah got you now that we're all set and then we got uh you know the, i guess that's where like creative business units come in um yeah and different teams working on it which i think actually served to benefit it a lot you know you get the um you get that like the high fantasy of Final Fantasy IX, Final Fantasy sixteen, and then you get the like the techno uh, cyberpunk fantasies, and and I love both of them. I'm a big fan of both of them, and I love that it keeps kind of swapping. Or now I guess the high fantasy is kind of returning. <laughs> uh, I've been guessing maybe five blue bars represents a cost of team attacks. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Because one thing I noticed when I was doing my breakdown videos, every time a team attack was happening on screen, the the playable character wouldn't have bars. That's the only thing that I could like connect that. Uh, Tigress, thank you so much for watching. I'm sorry I missed out on saying bye to you. I'm just trying to like keep up with the chat. But thank you so much for watching, Tigress. Uh, did you finally get a chance to play through Final Fantasy V? Actually. No, um, the last time I played through Final Fantasy V, I think I told this story before, but I I, I was back on the anthology with uh, right here. this one. Like I I got this, and this came out in 1998, right? So I had just gotten off of the high of playing Final Fantasy VII, and then. You know, I was like, I need more Final Fantasy. I think I played eight as well, and I, I need more Final Fantasy. So I went out and bought this. I started with five, and I was like, this is not 
really I'm not vibing with it because you know I was you know I was a kid and I didn't really I was dumb, but uh, yeah I mean like I, I wasn't really vibing with it as much, um, and then I played through six I kind of like just mindlessly got through five I think and then uh, six was cool but I never really understood or respected what I was playing I wasn't like eight nine or something at the time, so. Yeah, uh, I, I have gone back and replayed 6 several times since, but 5 is a game that I have not gone back and replayed, and I really, really want to go back and replay it. Um, and the 5 anime, I know that's out there as well, um, and I do want to, that's like a sequel or something. I know it's out there, but I, I haven't watched it because I want to play 5 again. Uh, if his name isn't Butts in Remake, I'm out. This is what Block Sheep says. <laughs> yeah, give me Butts, man. Is, is his name Butts in this one? Nah, it's Bart's. They fixed it for the anthology. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, don't have that. Oh, shoot. Okay, we got a storm going on out there. Um, it's a long game. Five is a long game if you want 100%. Yeah. I just want to mess around. I, w I really wanted to play it before 16, you know? Nice, nice. Yeah, you have it on VHS. That's incredible. I bet that is worth something, uh, to be honest with you. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's worth something. Maybe when they do the remake of it, it will definitely be worth something. <laughs> uh, that's super cool, man. That's super cool. Um, I I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, like the nostalgia of old, old things. Like, like looking at this saying... This was a, uh, you know, this was when 1998. This is a relic of the of, of, of the world. It's a relic, and it's in my hands. That's why physical copies will always be best. <laughs> I love looking back at them. Um, yeah. Okay. So, let me make sure I I, I kind of said everything I wanted to say about everything because I mean I wanted to let you guys know. I think I think we've had a great conversation about Summer Game Fest, and I let you know all that I could. Um. If you have any questions, I'm, I am about to wrap this up. So if you have any questions, uh, anything at all, I'm opening the floor to you guys. Anything at all, go ahead and ask me anything, and I will. Uh, I'll wrap this up. But thank you guys so much. Um, I see, like, I love it too, Skytron. I love it too, man. That's what I do. I just derail into other conversations. If it's Final Fantasy, man, I will talk about it. Um, I, if it's video games, I could talk about video games all day long. So this has been one of my favorite chats, to be honest with you guys. Um, just because it's just really fun to hang out with you guys and, and, um, yeah, man, you guys are, you guys are really cool. So yeah, Final Fantasy 16 in a couple more, uh, couple more days, guys. It's almost here. The co the coolest thing while, while you guys, if you have any questions, get them in there. But like, while you guys do that, um, I just reminisce on it, man. Let me reminisce for you, with you guys for just a moment. Final Fan TV originated in 2020. You know what I mean? We originated in 2020. It was October when we started Final Fan TV. We had some amazing guests like John Eric Bentley in our third ep third video on the channel. We then we go on and Final Fantasy 16 is announced so final fan tv has been around from announcement 
and almost release in six days. And I think, to me, that is incredible. And when 16 was announced, we spoke with Soldier First Class, who, who took a break, and now he's back. It feels like we're back, baby. You know, Soldier First Class took a break, and now he's back because 16 is, and, he, and he's got his own podcast going on. I spoke with Night Sky Prince about that when the game was first revealed. We talked about what we would want in a rated M game. We talked about just like how cool the 16 uh, and a rated M Final Fantasy and everything. And we just speculated on a bunch of stuff. And now I just spoke with him at the Final Fantasy 16 pre-launch event. It feels like we have taken this journey. Like Final Fantasy 16 has been a journey with Final Fan TV. And I, I guess that just makes it even more special. Um, that that this is this is the uh, the big the big Final Fantasy release while we're a uh, we've been around while Final Fantasy TV's been around. We missed the uh, remake release. We did catch the you know the intermission and stuff like that, but. Um, this is the first big mainline Final Fantasy that uh, that we're part of. Like we've been on this journey since announcement to now. So uh, for me, that is just really special. It's really special. We're almost there, uh, and yeah. So and and I've been watching since 2020. Man, that really means a lot, Block Sheep. I know a couple of you guys have been around since the beginning. Um, and I just, I almost want to go back into our YouTube um, subscriber history and just look at all the OGs. You know what I mean? You guys are awesome. Uh, and and it's not just the OGs that are, like, it's the, you know, you guys right now, just watching this video, I'm just talking. I got nothing to say. I had no big guest on. You guys do know that means a lot, right? That means a lot. Uh, to, it's, it's very encouraging to keep on going so i do appreciate this uh but yeah man like since the beginning thank you so much thank you so much for that uh all right so the age-old question since the beginning of story time story time <laughs> since the beginning of storytelling do you think clive will survive hmm yes yes i think he's going to come very close to dying but he's going to survive i think he's going to survive because of two reasons first reason is that i think the game will start off with him going on a revenge quest and we all know the saying when seeking revenge dig two graves um and i think what we're going to get is him as a pivot at some point in the story we're going to get a pivot where he realizes there's more to revenge uh, more to the things going on and I think it's going to be a very heavy emotional journey but I think by the end of it we're going to be left and Yoshi P even said that we're going to be left with this sense of hope that everything's going to be alright um, and I think that is I think it would only serve the story better if he lived and I mean not every you know, I, I do love me a tragedy man uh, and final okay uh spoilers i'm just gonna say final fantasy 15 <laughs> uh with final fantasy 15 uh we've already had it right the ending of final fantasy 15 uh you know noctis didn't make it so 
it wouldn't make sense to have Final Fantasy 16. Clive didn't make it. You know what I mean? It just, I don't know. It might be a little bit redundant. But I think he's going to get very, very close and maybe have like a, a moment where he realizes this is not the uh, this is not the moment, or this is not the this is not the the right move. And I think his friends are going to be the ones to show him that, which is awesome, because that's Final Fantasy to me. That screams Final Fantasy, where he says, "My I made a promise to my friends," or "I made a promise to my friends." I don't know. I can't do it. Ben Starr's not here. Um. That's Final Fantasy to me, baby. My friends are my power. Uh, so yeah, uh, long before the classic Final Fantasy VII remake video, <laughs> camera videos. Thank you, thank you, Skytron. <laughs> thank you, Skytron. But he will be revived by Phoenix. God dang it, Black Sheep. I know it's a joke. Maybe though. <laughs> I mean, listen. We all played the demo. I'm a I'm a believer. If you don't see a body, it ain't you ain't dead. I didn't see no body. All right. So, I'm just I don't know. I I want it to be true because I don't want it to be. But but I've already I've already good. I'm good with this. I'm good with it because it's Final Fantasy 16. It's a brand new story. And the fact that uh, Ben Starr told that story about his father and like helping him through loss and everything like that. I believe in this story already, but we are talking about the Phoenix, the power of rebirth. Uh, so, although that might mean something different if you watch my Hinduism video, uh, but anyways, so it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're talking about the power of Phoenix. So who's to say who's coming back or not? I think this, ga I think this game is going to have a lot of death in it. It's just, I don't think everybody's going to die and then come back. I think it is going to have some serious death in it. Uh, but it might be possible for, like, Joshua or something to come back. We'll see. We'll see. Yep, I think Clive will survive. If Torgal dies, maybe we'll meet his puppy with a heartfelt moment. That's a good one too. I made a video about Torgal. Like, if Torgal dies, I think there's a, at some point in the story where Clive is a um, an adult. He doesn't have Torgal with him. Where's Torgal at at this moment? That's what my question is. What's he doing? Maybe he's out there mating. You know, maybe he's getting a, he found one of his kind. You know, a Red Thirteen moment, running up with his puppies, or maybe the puppies running up there. Uh, I think Torgal would be a heart wrenching death. I think nobody wants to. It could end up being the most heart-wrenching death in all of Final Fantasy. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. That would be very interesting. Uh, let's see. So I think there is going to be a lot of death. I mean, obviously we were getting that Game of Thrones vibes. I think it, I think anything goes when you, when you got Game of Thrones vibes. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see. No Torgal, Moogle Mastery says, listen don't don't you don't you do that don't you put that evil on me <laughs> blog sheet uh so he survives this game is what you ultimately mean yeah 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 uh, i want to know how clive got that similar tattoo as he's a uh as the peasant he interacted with uh holding the fruit oh mcp that's the mark of the bearer um 
so within Valisthea, they they mark their bearers almost as if they're um, servants. Like they are, they're almost like they're looked down upon. Uh, so, and you can see that in the demo where Clive doesn't look down upon them. He tells them to stand up and and tells them it's, yeah, he brushes off the apple and gives it to him and treats them with respect. Uh, but the bearers are marked with that face tattoo. And when he's taken as a soldier on the front lines, uh, he's probably given the bearer mark by Annabella uh, or Annabelle or Annabella. Uh, given that, that mark because he can use the power of the Phoenix. So he can cast magic. So they have to explain that to him. And they probably strip him of his namesake, to be honest. Because Sid says, I've heard rumors that you survived. And then uh, Benedicta was like, who are you? You're just a bearer. Or, uh, yeah, you're just a bearer. So I think Annabelle strips him of his Rosfeld name, puts him on the front lines as a bearer for the uh, Imperial Army. And that's where we are at when we're experiencing the Titan and uh, Sheba fight. That's just me putting together a bunch of stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, maybe Clive was was really meant to be the Phoenix and will rise from his ashes. Listen, I'm only putting together what I've seen in the trailers, uh, but we, we do get to play as Phoenix one more time uh, when you're fighting Bahamut. So, I don't know. I don't know. Because, I, I, I mean, that that was really, that was a shock to me. I was like, why are we playing as Phoenix right now? Fighting Bahamut. Uh, that one really blew my mind. So maybe Clive does get to be able to do that. Maybe he has control over both icons of fire. Or maybe, like you said, Phoenix is reborn within Clive. So, like, Joshua is within Clive. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, Joshua lives on within him. That's cool. Zack is my favorite Final Fantasy protagonist, but Clive has serious potential to rise to the top, says Skytron. Skytron? Man, oh man. The, that performance in Final Fantasy, or in the, uh, in the demo, that performance in the demo? Yeah. Oh, man. There's some serious potential here. See, like, here's the thing, right? Final Fantasy VII uh, remake cast is one of the best casts that I think they nailed it perfectly. I love it. But I want to see them broken. We didn't get to see... We got to see Barrett and John Bentley did this amazing uh, scene. We got to see that. Uh, I mean, I had to look away because I couldn't bear it. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a dad joke from back in the day. Anyways, uh, I've been talking for three hours. That's what's, that's what's happening now. Uh, anyways, he did that amazing performance, right? Uh, and, and, and I love that. He was broken. It showed emotion. It's the, I think it's the, like, really one of the only times that these characters have exp that were able to express themselves in a, such a deep, raw way. Um, but other than that, man... I got to see these characters broken. I got to see Cloud lose, you know, who, right? I got to see it. I got to see that, like, Rebirth is going to tell the story of all the tragedies, all the personal growth of these characters. That is where we're going to see those moments that I'm really going to connect with. You can't, like, it's like Rey from Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker, that whole uh, trilogy. 
Ray never, never loses, never gets hurt, never feels emotion, loss. And that's why I want Cloud, I want to see that with those characters because I feel like that cast can do that really well. Uh, but thankfully, with the Final Fantasy 16 demo, we're getting to see that right off the bat. We get to see that raw emotion right off the bat, and it instantly connects me to Clive. Where I'm like, yeah, Clive could rise up to be one of my favorite protagonists of all time. Um, he's certainly on track to do so. Yeah. So uh, let's see. We got. I gotta read about Annabella, man. Let me. See, who's, what are we talking about Annabella right now? You know? First of all, hey, a nobody says I'm 90% sure Sid will die. It's a very Final Fantasy thing to say of you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe. I think, I mean, I think so. If any, if any character is, it might be Sid. I think that, I, I'm going to go with the, the 90% as well, hey, and nobody. I kind of almost want to say the same. Also, why Annabella? Why? Annabella, though, man. It's hard to hate her. I'll tell you that. Seeing non-spoiler get murdered in a matter of seconds lets me know anyone can get Oh, man. You know what, man? Yeah. They're ready to put anybody on the chopping block. I like it. Yeah. Torgal is, is an easy kill. Ooh. Heya says Torgal is an easy kill. As in, like, you think that's a, like, a shoe-in? Like, you think Torgal is going to die? Uh, block sheep on the heartstrings. The heartstrings are going to be pulled. Yes, absolutely. Spot on. Probably a short thing. Uh, let's. Wow. Okay, so you guys think it's going to be a short thing for Torgo, huh? And remember, everyone, the first scene in the game shows the moon and the red star. Oh yeah, man. Yes. Um, and it has a name. Was it Matea? Matea. The red star has a name. Uh, I, I didn't actually, it was like, it's talking about, it's custom to wish upon it in Ballisthea, like it's a wishing star. So, it's very important, the moon and the red star. If, if that ain't Final Fantasy, come on guys, come on man, this game has Final Fantasy all over it. Uh, and it, and also, pay attention when you play the demo, um, the, the moon is framed in so many camera shots, especially when you're dealing with the icons. Pay attention. Like most of the time when it's an icon or a, a dominant, that moon is framed in, in a, so many shots and it is on purpose. Uh, something that I've always kind of, I was pointing out that it almost feels like a watching eye, like it's keeping an eye on you. That could be the god that has ordained this fate. So yeah, the moon is. I don't know if we're going to the moon. I think we're gonna get some. Uh, I think we're gonna get some fallen tech that takes us to the moon. Um, one second, please. Um, all right. I think we'll. I think we'll probably. I think we'll probably get some fallen tech that takes us to the moon. Uh, or or maybe that's where the final battle is whatever that red star is coming down baby that red star is gonna is not gonna be happy when they start destroying some mother crystals is what i'm saying oh uh, let's see and remember everyone uh, yep yep 
Uh, oh, and that's a good point. I completely forgot we saw Phoenix and Bahamut in one of the trailers. Exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, did kill you. There's so much pain in that line, too, man. Mm. God, what a freaking... What a freaking demo, man. What a demo. Oh, yeah, you're on point. Like I said, Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's got to have... You got to see these characters at their lowest if you want us to care. They got to be at their lowest. That's why I... It took me so long to get over a remake. Um, I, I just thought they, 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 everything's way too good. Everything's way too good. Um, everything's happy. Too much hope. I want Sephiroth to come in there and say, let me just take that hope. Let me, let me get, uh, let me get Odin in there and say, and thus is the light of hope. What's he say? Thus is the light of hope destroyed or something i don't know yes um let's see benedicta kicked his ass kick his ass he bass yeah benedicta was uh it was really cool nina nina indus is, is such a cool uh person to be around too uh oh my god wasn't it so visceral yeah the visceral uh the, the visceral like delivery of that line mm. it's so good man i think i think it's going to be kind of like one of those things that we're going to see that event play out multiple times in in final fantasy 16 i think we'll see that event play out multiple times and we'll get that uh i don't know i think we'll we'll like a nibelheim right where you see nibelheim happen there's a lot of mystery involved with the uh with the phoenix gate and I think we will probably see that event play out multiple times and get more fleshed out. We'll probably even see um, more emotion uh, watching, like that delivery of that line, like what is actually going on, what's actually happening. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heartbreaker, man. Uh, let's see. the lunar whale man i think that ship that they're they're riding on i think they're just going to keep equipping it with fallen tech and eventually it's just going to take off from the sea and just go up to the sky civilization and then from the sky civilization let's get a freaking moon elevator baby <laughs> let's do it uh let's do that the sky civilization is something i'm really excited to see because we know we're going there it's in the it's in that artwork and everything I feel like we're going there. Um, Final Fantasy IV is one of my favorites. Kino! What's up, Kino? Oh my god, bro. Final Fantasy XVI has so many timed mechanics. Did you see the videos of parry, uh, parrying and swift recovery and combination stops? Yes! Yes, I did, Kino. And like, let me tell you what, man. I was, I was getting the hang of my little strategy... And then I saw that, and I'm like, there are going to be some cool videos. So I can't wait to see, um, oh, God, starts with an M. They, they do the amazing, amazing, um, like, videos about that stuff. Uh, like the, the tilting the camera around. What is that? Is it much? What is the, 
don't know, it's like a one-word uh, Twitter account that posts those really awesome combat videos that make, make it look super stylish. I can't wait to see that. It's going to be super cool. Two channels do it, and I can't think of their names right now. Did you see how the pause menu shows Clive in the exact stance of motion that he is at at the moment? Heck yeah, I did. Because then I go into I went into uh, photo mode so many times, so I would pause that game and go into photo mode so many times. Uh, so yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, guys. I do think I'm going to wrap this up though. Um, I really, really enjoyed talking to you guys. I can't believe it's just me sitting here. I got no guest, no, you know, it's just me talking to you guys. And we talked for a good three hours and I was not expecting that. And I really enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you so much for sticking around and, and, and adding to the conversation. And, um, man, it's just really cool. Thank you guys. Uh, I will be jumping off here now though. So thanks so much for watching. Take care now. Bye-bye.